we will go live now because that then I can go to bed sooner. Oh, Cappy sick. Oh, Cappy got it. Oh. Cappy Dynamite got the flu. And I don't think it's the, the Kung flu or the Wuhan virus. I think one of the little ones gave it to me. It's one of those things you got the coppery taste in your mouth. And like, oh my God, is this it? Do I got the Wuhan flu? No, you got a regular fucking flu. But now if you get Wuhan flu, you have an underlying condition and your chances of dying goes up to like 0.5%. But if you were older, then you'd, then you'd, uh, then you'd have a really high chance of dying. <clears throat> and, uh, man, those, uh, those breakdowns, I got hair. How do I have hair in my beard? Those breakdowns of who's dying are really starting to piss me off that the rest of us have to sit here and do this for a living. That this is what we're relegated to because old people with conditions, with pre-existing conditions, are the ones who die. And they, oh, by the way, it's all coronavirus. That's how they died. Not obesity, not diabetes, not lung cancer, not a. There was a study the Italians published also sheepishly that half, forty-eight percent, half. Of their corona death, corona, big air quotes, corona deaths, had three or more underlying conditions. <laughs> oh. I, I at least will have the good graces to kill myself before I cost society half a million dollars in medical expenses to keep me alive for six months. And I am pro old people living. My grandma is 92 years old. I want her to live forever. I want her to live forever. She's a wonderful woman. But at what point do we say, hey, let's cripple. This is where I hate. Here, here's what this boils down to. This is what it boils down to. The people that need to be shot. And I do mean that. I mean, not really, because that'd be illegal. The people who need to be shut up in one way or another, who say, if it just saves one life, Here's a $17 trillion package that will fight swarms disease, whatever that is. Oh, and it affects two people out of a billion. If it just saves one life. No, fuck those two people, I guess, huh? Fuck them. So I do wish I had the Wuhan flu because my dream is to be Superman, to walk amongst the people, the commoners who are, I, I I got done and over with it. I'm done. I want to be like those people in Iceland where, like, I had it. Now it's done. I've, oh, I didn't even know I had it because it was asymptomatic. Oh, half? Half the population? If I hear another doctor on the interwebs or anywhere say, ah, this affects young people too. Yeah, they get the disease. They don't fucking die from it. <clears throat> so now of student loans and corrupt baby boomer corporate politics and regular politics and corruption and nepotism were not enough shackles to hold us down from achieving our best. Now you're going to tie your hands behind our back with this fucking virus. <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, some Chinese do Corona getting higher. Yeah. Do you guys like that? Let me, let me tell you what I'm thankful for. 
I'm like, we'll start with what I'm thankful for because we've already started off negative, me being sick. Uh, I'm thankful for Figo. Figo is the uh, artist who uh, drew uh, the cover for Captain Capitalism Reserved. And we got a new Corona Chan up. So, and I always got to tell him bigger tits. <laughs> bigger tits. Here I drew this. Look, look, dude, just bigger tits. Okay, I know you're Asian. I think he's Asian. And like that, just get bigger tits. Bigger than that. Let's go bigger than that. There you go, buddy. There you go. Because life is too short for small tits. That's, uh, that's uh, what we got going on. I'm going to stay on top of the Super Chats. Uh, DJ Aftershock for $5. Laurentian University now offers an outdoor adventure leadership degree. <laughs> so you could be a leader in adventuring for $100,000. Laurentian University. There's a guy. Oh, I got to look him up. He had a master's degree in outdoor recreation, and he was part of the Sierra Club. Minnesota Sierra Club that was trying to shut down a bridge that would have cleaned up a lot of traffic and therefore less pollution. Sierra Club Masters Outdoor Recreation. And I always like to pick on this guy. Now, this is getting quite some time uh, ago. Joshua, here we go. There's Mary Blitzer, Natalie Cook, Domingo Diaz, Joshua Hodick. There's a guy. I remember this guy, Joshua Hodick. Land use and transportation program manager. He had uh, joined in 2005. He sits on a bicycle advisory committee, year-round bicycle commuter. Green wedding was eco-friendly. Oh, my God, I went to one of those. Um, he has a BS in geography, so he can look at maps. Not not geology, geography. Like, oh, that's a mountain. That's a river, and that's really what it is. And a master's in outdoor recreation from University of Minnesota. Hey, Josh, I want my fucking money back, you fucking parasitic piece of shit. <laughs> Minnesota friends for Utah wilderness. Ah, <laughs> oh, let's look at let's look at his wedding, shall we? <clears throat> oh, my green. How green was my wedding? Wait, this wasn't written by him. Oh, it's the New York Times, so I'm not going to pay. I went to a green wedding one time. Uh, I have a buddy who was also a cyclist. And it was your classic. He's the engineer. She's the teacher. He makes all the money. She doesn't work for shit. And uh, it was like a hipster wedding. And uh, I don't think my friend realized what he's getting into or what he was getting into. And I should have warned him before, but I never met this girl. We just, oh, okay, we'll go to your wedding. Cool. And then I went there and everyone was a hipster with the beards. And her bridesmaids with their tattoos and their piercings, of course, could not jill themselves off enough telling everybody about this is recycling. This is compost. And this is it. And so now we should have a zero emissions or a zero waste wedding. And uh, I remember there was a Russian guy. He was American, but he was born in Russia. He's an entrepreneur. I think him and I were the only ones that had testosterone in the entire wedding group. And then you're just looking around. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's already fat. And she's going to get fatter. And then sure enough, she wanted to get her master's in education. She took off from work. My buddy is paying for her. And last I recall, they have two kids. And so he is the sole breadwinner. And um, 
guy, he's, he's a good guy. I was going to say he was a good guy. He's not dead. He still is a good guy. Great guy, better man than me. But nice guys finished last, and boy, he got himself a loud, bombastic, leftist, environmental freak. And it's over for him. This is going to be a short one, although I do have a ton of material that we can go to. Kevin McComber, accounting or trades? I go trades. I do trades. Yeah, trades. Accounting, yeah, I get your CPA. You either get your CPA or you go home. You don't do that at all. Uh, so what? We got those. We already addressed those. You delete that. Um, yeah, so I think I got sick from the little ones. I don't think it's... They don't even act sick. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even if they are sick, they run around. Not unless they're puking, do you have a kid slow it down? And I think I, I got it from the little one. Um, hang on. Where were we? Pope Francis. The Week. This is from theweek.com. It's my favorite website. I hope it's yours. How to stream Pope Francis' Good Friday Masses. Thousands of people normally attend the Pope's Holly a Holy Week celebrations at the Vatican, but needless to say, things are going to be a little different in the Eternal City this year. For what is believed to be the first time in modern history, all the liturgical celebrations of Holy Week will, play, be, will take place without the physical presence of the faithful due to the corona, uh, coronavirus outbreak, the Vatican writes. Pope Francis will still head to two Masses on Friday, the Vatican Liturgy of the Lord's Passion at 12 p.m., and the Stations of the Cross, or Via Crucis, at 3 p.m., which will be held in front of St. Peter's Basilica rather than the Coliseum as traditional. There are several options for watching virtually. The simplest is to tune into the Vatican going live stream. Booty boo, booty boo, beady bee, beady bee. If only there was somebody who had the idea of podcast pastor. If only there was a visionary who was ahead of his time, which means he wouldn't make any money off of it, and approach many men of the cloth saying, look, that brick and mortar church you got there, that's great if you're trying to reach, you know, with a, a stone's throw of potential Christians. But I got this new thing called the internet, and the, the net is a little wider. And for a fraction of a cost that you got your brick and mortar building over there, you can make uh, a lot of money for me and bring a lot of people to salvation, however you want to look at it. I own this fine piece of digital property called Podcast Pastor. And I'll give you half the money, and you could go do whatever the hell you want with it. Save children's lives, donate to the poor, uh, bring feminism to the church. I don't care what you do with it. But you're going to probably bring a lot more people to Christ and raise a lot more money for you know legitimate Christian charities than you will with a brick-and-mortar building. Oh, I like I like your horse you got there. Here's a here's a plane. I know your goal is travel, and you really want to ride the horse because you've really developed an affinity for it. But this plane will get you there a lot faster and a lot cheaper with other people involved. Oh no, Simon me, Simon Re. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and now, now because of the great and merciful Corona Chan, who if I'm going to pray to a God, I'm praying to her because. It just makes more sense than praying to the. Our goal is to get people to Christ. Uh, internet? No! Oh, no. We need fellowship. We need to be there. Oh, and pay you, the man, the capitalist who knew enough, will pay exorbitant real estate prices to have that prime piece of real estate in the expanding suburbs where all the white people are moving. 
We'll pay top dollar. We'll pay a quarter million dollars for that lot. But we won't pay you. Oh, no, no. We won't pay you with your internet location. Oh. Do you know at that spot right next to the Caribou and the Starbucks coffee, we can get ourselves maybe 2,000 people every month to show up? Yeah, 2,000 people. It will only cost a million dollars in building expenses and, and a quarter million dollars for the lot and, and a lot of money for overhead and accountants and, and assistants and everything. But we, we could get 2,000 people, uh, you know, for half your money, an operating budget, which would go to your mortgage anyway. Uh, you could just give me that money and you could reach billions of people, billions of souls. I'd rather pay the bank. I'd rather pay the real estate developer. I'd rather pay the guy who owns the property. Never mind. It's never mind. So there you go. It may be... Maybe I'll watch Black Dynamite. Maybe I'll just finish that off. Northland Locksmith for $5. Yesterday morning, I woke up to my wife nagging me in bed. How do you even wait, huh? They're, are they hawking over you? Were you like, and the second you get up? Mid-sentence, I heard a splash, then silence. My dog had thrown up on her mid-rat. Hashtag thankful. Why do you tolerate that? <clears throat> there was the... Uh, the Malaysian government made a release saying, don't nag your husbands, support them. Just And you girls know you do it. You know you do it. It's, it's conscious. A lot of people say it's not conscious. I remember my mom saying, yeah, I used to nag, then I realized it didn't work. I'm like, oh, okay, bitch. So that's what it is. What was, what was the upside of that? I, I want to be an annoying pain in the ass, but it didn't work. So everyone's conscious about it. It's like women. Oh, they want their prince. They want the, they want the guy to love them for who they are. No exceptions, but they know, they know. Men want women that can back up into this. <clears throat> so, well, I, I mean, I don't know your personal situation, Northline Locksmith, but can, can you just tell her to fuck off? But anyway, so the Malaysian government comes out and says, "Don't nag your husbands." Oh, sexist. Oh, my God. Oh, the horrors, the misogynies. Oh, women don't do that bullshit. They don't. Then another article comes out. Oh, uh, domestic violence up. Oh, which you knew was going to happen. It's not, it's not to be, it's not to be accepted. I wonder what if you didn't egg? Because guys just, I don't know. Guys just don't. Hey, it's Tuesday. I'm going to go punch my wife. (laughs) <laughs> there's usually a buildup to it. There's usually, it's just because men are stronger. We win that's that. that oh, that's domestic violence. Oh my God. Men should stop that. Well, dude, were you, were you svelte and attractive? Were you a supporting wife? Did you, did you make things easier or did you just become a Royal pain in the ass? Most guys won't punch you, but there's some that will. There's some that will. I, I just do not tolerate nagging. I just don't. A way to a way to shut them up is you just mention their mother's name. You're like, okay, Karen. Okay, Gertrude, whatever her mom's name is. And that shuts them up pretty quick. Okay, okay, Karen. And yes, boys, you have to have you have to have the chat with them up front. 
if you gain weight, I will leave you. You will support me. You will not nag me. You will not take on credit card debt. And if you do, I'm out of here. And the best way to do it, guys, the best way is you never marry. Because once you marry, well, it doesn't matter what you say. that They got the law on their side. There is no reason. That is, that is your freedom. That is literally your freedom. There is no reason to get married. None. None. And now that I am an old, wise, now sick man, I will never get married. Never. Because their love for laziness is stronger than their love for you. That's basically what it boils down to. The vast, major- the vast majority of women are going to love their laziness more than they love you. And, you. and it's antithetical to what you want. You want a svelte, good-looking gal who supports you. You're not going to get that if you're married because she doesn't have to deliver it. I never been married, and I know this. I've seen it, both in other people, my old man, and then girls I've dated. It's like, whoa, thank God I can just buy. <gasps> Bubba. <gasps> Bubba. Dane, holy shit, 50 bucks, Dane. Thanks, man. I, you must have a lot of money left over after that, that good deed you tried to do that got severely punished, don't you? <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it's I. It's one of those younger things. You're like, ah, oh, look at this young guy. He thinks he's going to help the world. Oh, okay. The girls who go. It, it, this is not similar to Dane, but the 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 idealism is the same. Although Dane, I'd say, was more ethical in his approach to try and get. Um, what is it? Masks. You're trying to get masks to, to. You're trying to produce masks or give them away for free. It's the naivete of privileged little white girls from the suburbs going to help out the people in the Middle East and Africa, and then they get killed or raped or both. It's like, there's your good deed. But the intention of Dane was sincere. The intention of pretty liberal white girls from the suburbs is masturbation. Like, I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm helping out the non-white people. I'm so good. And I get to travel. I like Of which, if you girls did not know, traveling is not a skill. It's not even a hobby. It's, it's like, I like ice cream. I like pot belly sandwiches. I like hugging my nieces. I like, uh, I like playing video games. It's not a skill. Don't put it on your fucking resume. You're not special. You're not unique. I like wiener dogs, too. I, who doesn't like a funny-looking wiener dog, huh? Like wiener dogs. Um, <clears throat> you will like this. I had a younger guy come ask me for a job. Said he lost his bartending job. I said, okay, I will put you with my sewer pipe crew redoing clay pipes to new, I don't know what that means, the, the specific type of lines with live sewers pay $25 an hour. He rejected my offer laughing out loud. Yeah, because he can get the government. They can give me the gimme nets. Get me the government gimme nets. You never hire people. This isn't a slam on younger people. This isn't the slam on generating. But you just never hire people. You never hire people. People suck. Number one cause of all problems in the world. Sign please. What's NT30? NT30? What's NT? NT dollar? What's that? It pulls it up. 
It's like three cents a... Mostly means no thanks. Is it Taiwan? The Taiwan, new Taiwan dollar. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, send a request. Uh, Tasselconsulting.com, I'll do it. Oh, hey, our buddy, the troll is here. Uh, we visited the troll yesterday. And the uh, little girls gave the troll their Easter eggs, plastic Easter eggs with some chocolate inside of it. You have to give a gift to the troll. You just can't show up to the troll. And, man, I got him believing he's a real troll that he turns into a troll at night. And, uh, oh, yeah, those are magic. Uh, mag yeah, you got to work your magic on those. Make those magic chocolates, right? And every every ball I throw over the plate, he's got to swing out. Otherwise, he ruins it. He ruins the uh, the experience for the little girls. Uh, here he is. In fact, my church streams directly to their website, their Facebook and YouTube. However, people still prefer to meet in person. I know, I, I know, I know, but it's not happening now. You can't, I know people prefer to meet in person. He has to disagree with me on everything. Even though I'm right, it's, it's a hobby of his. He likes pain. Uh, Himanshu Andi for 100, uh, was that rupees? Is that rupees? Purdue University, University of Wisconsin, Madison. Which one is better for industrial engineering? Um, I think here's the thing, dude. Uh, I, Himanshu, if you are not from the Himalayan region of India, and I'm thinking that's rupees, so I'm going to guess you're from India. Uh, it gets cold. The, the degrees are going to be the same. Uh, both are accredited universities. Uh, so we're going to non-academic variables um, that I think should affect your decision. Uh, Wisconsin is cold. Not as cold as Minnesota, but it's cold. Purdue is in Indiana. It still gets cold, but not as cold as Wisconsin. But here's the other problem. <coughs> I think Purdue is the one where their engineering dean is uh, a Marxist Diversity higher Kuanta ha ha. Engineer Dean Purdue Diversity. And um hang on. It really makes me question the validity of Purdue's engineering department. Um, they, I, I'm pretty sure it was Purdue. Dean, Purdue University. Uh, and she's like talking about like, oh, we need race and math. And, and, and how, does, how does the Western-centric or Eurocentric view of math uh, put other people at disadvantages? I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. Um. It's, it's, I'm, I'm almost certain diversity higher woman. She's black. Maybe that, oh, they didn't use black. They use African-American, but the problem you're going to run into, um, is that Wisconsin, the university of Wisconsin, Madison is just as, is debauched. It's horrible. Um, I'm wondering if you can't, can't you go to something 
like we have plenty of satellite campuses to choose from. Do you, I'd, I'd go Urbana-Champaign, Illinois. That'd be a better school. A uh, little bit more South than Wisconsin. Uh, same latitude, same climate as Purdue. And I don't think you have quite the uh, politics of Purdue or the university of Wisconsin, Madison. Um, but if I had to choose between here's, here's what I would do. Go to their websites and the program website and see what classes you got to take and do a side-by-side -side comparison and see if um, how many diversity required classes are there. That's what I would do. I think Purdue in hiring a politi political Marxist and putting her as a dean for the university is going to ruin its reputation, truthfully. So if I had to, I would go maybe with the University of Wisconsin-Madison. <clears throat> but I, I prefer to go with neither. I, I would do Urbana-Champaign in Illinois if you could get in. But I'm going to say both are Marxist. I, it's a draw, man. It really is a draw. I would let the weather then determine it. So I, if I had to choose, I'd say Purdue. But go do some research, but see if you can't get into Urbana-Champaign. Kevin McComber, $1.99. Roth IRA or 401k? Neither for you. You're Canadian. You don't get either of those. You get your RRSP. <clears throat> and an, a 401k is offered by your employer. An IRA is offered by you. So if your employer doesn't offer a 401k, you have an IRA. I mean, uh, the 401k, if they offer a match, if they offer a match, oh, yeah, you max that out. You get your match. Yeah. David, 128 for $5. Cities have banned drive throughs You think with corona that might change? Maybe restaurants will band together against these horrible policies. No, but what will happen is just be Detroit. People won't go into cities. Why, why would you invest in a city? I... You're going to see, and you've already seen it. The growth is not in the cities. It's in the suburbs. The real, like, what? We're going to deal with traffic? What? We're going to deal with, what? We got to pay a city tax? What? No, we're out of here. The only reason you're even in a city anymore, if you're a company, <clears throat> is because you're an old boomer company headed up by boomers. Like, oh, we got to be in this big phallic symbol of a skyscraper so people know we're important. And I like the view. Um, and that's going away. I know people on the inside who are just waiting for their boomer owners to die off so that they take over the company, not children. I'm talking, uh, owners, partners, that type of thing. And they can't wait to get rid of their downtown offices. Uh, yeah, we do it all online. We don't have to be here. Um, but I, I also don't, they're going to go the path of least resistance. They're not going to like form a, a group and go lobby the Minneapolis city government saying, Hey, we like drive throughs What, what it is, is a testament to how much the local people, the it's not, it's not even the politicians. It's the people, the people of Minneapolis and other liberal cities hate business. They hate progress. They want equality. They don't want to see success or happiness. Um, they're, they're, and they're dumb. They don't. They don't connect. That's why Californians move away from California because it's so horrible. But then vote for the same shit that made California California horrible in the first place. But it's it's the people that hate businesses, and they're going to vote Democrat because they're dumb. Oh, dude, they're for the little people. They're for the the small guy. And then you don't have drive-throughs, and then then you don't have, and then you got plastic bags, and you got all these other anal retentive requirements, and then. You say, forget it. 
we're we're not opening up shops anymore. And then, then they'll complain, why can't we get the inner city grow? It's those evil suburb people with their drive. You ever notice how the strip malls in the suburbs have ample parking? I'm not saying strip malls are, are great necessarily, but do you see how they're convenient? Like, hey, we did some analysis and said we should put some parking here so that people could park for free. Major metros, how can we tax those fuckers coming in? Oh, let's give them parking tickets. Let's make the parking so complicated and convoluted. Let's make them pay for parking. All right, fine, fine. I re- I rarely, rarely do I go downtown anymore. You can even see it in the Twin Cities. Uh, Minneapolis used to have a really great nightlife. Now it's like... They will not band together. Um, Charlie. Charlie for 631. Never in my wildest dreams would I see myself doing 85 on a highway during rush hour to and from work. This is fantastic. I know. Yesterday, I drew. I drove from um, the East Said all the way to the West Said. On Highway 94, Atham, look it up. And I haven't driven through that in, in years because I don't go to Minneapolis. And there was no traffic. It was like 530 and just went right through the Lowry Tunnel. Saw the sheep all were at home being good little sheep all. It was wonderful weather. He just gave us a, a buck. Thanks, weather. Thank you very much. Wishing you a oh, Daryl Chanel for five bucks. Wishing you a speedy recovery. Hope it makes you immortal. I I really don't think this is the Wuhan flu. If it is, that'd be great. No, I don't think it's the Wuhan flu. Red Crusader for five. Watch the Save the Rainforest episode of South Park. Stereotypical white girl save the blog case gone wrong when South Park didn't give a freak. I gotta watch. It's been years. Um, they came out right after I graduated from college, and I didn't really have a lot of time to watch them. I did watch them when I had my nice little bachelor pad in my basement. I did watch them then. A buddy of mine gave me all the DVD episodes he went through a pad time. And, uh, yeah. I got, I should, maybe that's what I should do. I should just watch some Black Dynamite and some South Park and even some old Simpsons because I have 20 years to back up, uh, to go back. It sucks. Once you become an adult, then it's like all the fun ends. Kevin, I'm an American. No, you're not. You're a socialist. You can't be an American. Not a real American. I do mean that. You cannot be a socialist and a real classic true American. You just can't. Socialists are pussies. They're not Americans. Americans are, we'll do it ourselves. We'll be the best. Excellence and merit uh, uber alles. And, and we're going to do what's right. We're not going to keep people down. We're not going to do that. But we're the best. We're for excellence. That's, a, that's how, what it made America great. And socialists are just inferior people. They want other people's shit. You are, by literal definition, parasites. That is not American in the classical sense. I mean, you might be be born here. You might legally be an American, but you are not that in a cultural sense. Oh, did I? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at all this. Holy cow. Look at the money coming in. All right. Euro Burns March, two bucks. What is the Corona Chan equivalent of Easter? Hmm. Rising from the dead. I don't know. The Corona Chan. I guess like when we get the all clear, wouldn't that be kind of Easter? 
when you know we get the all clear. I've made the I've advocated for a uh, uh, a national holiday when this is all. I'm, and I'm being deadly serious. We should have a national holiday, so we'd have to create it. But some rise from the grave. I don't know Passover. I guess <laughs> where the angel of death killed everyone, uh, unless there was like the blood of a lamb on your door. What was it where where everyone's oldest son was killed? Was that was that one of the plagues that uh, Pharaoh had to deal with? My uh, biblical knowledge is limited. Cappy, what hair product do you use? This is a Rahul. Interesting question. This is more difficult than you think. In the day when I was young, I could use uh, regular old shaving gel. <clears throat> not foam the gel. As long as it had aloe in it, it would work. And now um, that's not working. It gets all feathery still. So I don't know. They must have changed the formula because last time I had long hair like this was at least a decade ago. Um, so now I'm using the girls got all these fucking creams. All this shit like I don't have to buy anything because she'll get like, oh, I got a new sample. It's a jar. Well, it's a sample. That jar is going to last me like seven months. So there's a I don't know, some kind of paste and you rub it in your hands you run it under water and it kind of liquefies a little bit and i put that in that seems i like i like this the straight over like it just hangs and straight that's not feathery and staticky um so that's what i've been using this is just me waking up and the hair i won't lie to you it's kind of getting annoying because now it's right at the level of my eye and um i may go back to cutting it Chris Muir over at Day by Day Cartoon. He says, grow your hair out long. Appreciate your long hair. If you got hair, you should grow it long. He does. He's, he's an old man with long hair. It's all great. It's really cool. He looks like Sam Elliott. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go back to doing that. And I'm kind of like, yeah, this is, this is kind of a pain in the ass. Like when you go to sleep, you got to put it. Otherwise, it falls in your face like, eh, can't sleep. Kevin McComer, not a social. Yes, you are, Kevin. You're, you're a socialist, Kevin. You advocate for more taxes on a tax rate that we already have at 38%, and you want nationalized everything. That's the definition of a socialist. David, for five bucks, is there an interesting story to the bra hanging off the lamp right behind? Yeah, I don't know whose it is. Um, I've always had that, and I think I was so drunk at a party I hosted one time. I don't remember. It, it just also was there, and I don't think I got to play with them. That's the sad story. I I don't think I think a girl just left it hanging uh, on the light one time uh, as if people were letting themselves out. And I uh I don't I cuz I I would have remembered those tits. Those are I think those are C cups. Those are pretty good. Um and it's just been with me the entire time. I like to think it brings me good luck, but um it really hasn't. But I don't know if there's any good luck to have to begin with. So, it's just it's uh, I don't know uh it's not even a trophy. You say, ah, I unhinged this girl's bra, and she forgot it here. He, 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 he. It's like, no, I don't know whose it is. It's the mystery bra. Don't know whose it is. Juan Cabrera, I'm more American, even though I wasn't born here. Juan's right. Juan is more. Juan doesn't go around begging for other people to take care of him. Juan owns up to his mistakes and owns up to his responsibilities. He doesn't say, oh, I want this, I want that. Juan is going forward, and, well, God, you're a mechanic, Juan. And, I, and then maybe you could join the military or something, but yeah. Oh, you got You got entrepreneurial hustle. Yeah. No, you can, you can be not in America. You can legally not be an American and be more American than the vast majority of modern day Americans. I mean, if you, uh, John Wayne up 
and uh, you're an entrepreneur. Like, what's his name? Uh, the guy with Virgin Airlines, Richard Branson. I mean, he's American. He kicks ass. He dominates. He goes and makes the money. Um, <clears throat> I'd say Carlos Slim, maybe. I'm not terribly familiar with his background, but man, that guy, he, he made some moves. I'd say the cartels, going back to Juan's native land, the cartels are more American uh, in that they're like, they're criminal, but they're also entrepreneurial and fuck the government. You know, Americans, you just, it's freedom. It's independent. And, and along with getting to do what you want to do, you have to own the responsibilities of doing what you want to do. And most Americans are like women now. Um, I'll give up freedom for security. Okay. I can't say these words because some uh, intel intelligentsia Nazis said, oh, that's a bad word. Well, I won't use it then. Oh, we should give up our rights because we're a certain skin color or, or gender. Okay, well, that's fine. As long as you keep promise me some basic guaranteed income. It's not American. I mean, look, here's another perfect example. Roman. What does it mean to be Roman? Well, probably top elite, good engineers, and they got some kick-ass legions. That, that would be Roman. What does it mean Ro Italian today? Uh, you're a bunch of fucking socialist posties who are corrupt. Uh, really? Wait, whoa, oh, Italy. Ooh. You guys, you guys couldn't even fucking invade Ethiopia. <laughs> you guys got your asses handed to you by, by tribesmen. You had all modern technology. You got your asses handed to you by tribesmen. And, oh, Hitler's not doing to Oh, yeah, we hate Mussolini. Hey, viva America. <laughs> Americano. <laughs> it's not fucking wrong. Look, it's, it's a time in history. People will look back and say, who landed on the motherfucking moon? Americans did. Who won two world wars with the help of the Soviets in the second one? I'll grant you that. Americans did. Who invented all the motherfucking shit? Americans did. What's American now? It's not. It's not. It's Italy. It's 2,000 years later, Italy. I mean, there's a land. It's the same land called America, but it's just another socialist shithole where people are stepping over shit. And they have shit rights, the defecator rights. They passed the defecator rights act of 2027 where people could just shit in the streets because you're a bigot. They've been classified as a race, the shitters. And if you, you discriminate against the shitters, oh, you violated the ERA act. DJ Aftershock, sell Massachusetts, Connecticut to Venezuela or Canada. I'd love to sell like we swap Japan for California. Hey, you guys are good at math. You like technology and you work, you don't commit crime. Come on over here, California. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <clears throat> what what's Venezuela gonna buy it with? Canada's got some, they got timber and oil. Um yeah. Are we caught up? Are we caught up? No, we're not caught up. Here's Kevin for five. Medicare for all isn't socialist. No, 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 no. It is socialist. When you take other people's money to pay for other people's shit, that is socialist. If you take, <clears throat> and Kevin, you'd be very wise to go and educate yourself on the difference between a private good and a universal good or a public good. A public good, my consumption of it does not prevent you from consuming it. Okay. For example, defense. When I spend money on defense, uh, that F-16 protects everybody, not just you, not just me, but all of us. When I pay for your health care, that is you being a parasite and living off of me. I don't care how noble it sounds. That's what it is. That's socialist. Paying for other people's shit is socialist. Done. 
I don't care how many countries have it. There's a lot of socialist countries out there. Yes. Adriano Ramos for $2. Uh, Australian? God, I'm tired. Cappy, which face moisturizer do you use? I don't know. Whatever the girlfriend has. She's got some. Dude, she's all. They're girls. They. they... <laughs> I'll tell you the story again. When we were moving, I had my shit packed up and ready to go in two hours. I was all ready to go. And as the time came that I was going to hand off the house, we'd have to move in the news. She got more frantic and frantic. And 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 she wanted, like, oh, can you? no, I'm not helping you. I am not going to help you. You are going to learn to, to like, this is not a storage facility. We are not hoarders. Now, she, not a hoarder. But every woman has way too much shit. They do. And then, oh my God, oh, but I could use that. It's always, I could use this as if these people have lived through the Great Depression. If you live through the Great Depression, I understand why you're saving you know, that piece of twine. Okay, I get it. But no, Walmart is my storage facility. That's where I keep all my shit. And it's a great service. They store all my shit for me and I just go over there and give them a couple bucks and I get my shit when I need it. I don't store it at my place needing more square footage of shit. <clears throat> and so... um. She's on, like every girl, like they're, they're in a network, their makeup network, and they send them free bottles of, oh, try this. Oh, okay. How does this? Oh, it works fine. It works fine. I get free, free moisturizer, which is important, especially when you're hiking out west and you're a motorcyclist. So uh, I don't know what it is. It's just, it says moist, it says lotion. A lot of times what I'll do is, especially when I used to stay at hotels, I'd grab the body moisturizer because that works. That's good too. That works. But I don't do oil valet. Although I will have to uh, point out to, uh, oil of valet. Uh, if you gals are interested in it, my mom has used that ever since I can remember. And my mom looks amazingly young for her age. I think she's uh, going to be 70. Yeah, I think she's going to be 70 this year. Yeah. And I'm, you don't like to compliment your mom because your mom always, yeah, beats you and yells at you. You're, she's your mom, you know. And, and, but I really got to hand it to my mom. She looks, ama she has kept herself in amazing shape. And a lot of that is her skin. A lot of it's good genetics. I mean, a lot of you guys look at me and say, oh, look how young you look. You know, you're 45. Yeah, I'm 45. So genetics definitely plays a role. And I'm thankful for it. But I think that oil of Olay, she uses it religiously every, every day, every day. And she's just a very uh, uh, attractive older woman. Um, and she also kept herself in shape too. So there's, there's that, but I, I strongly, into, even though I don't use it, I guess if everybody wants to use some, I'd recommend oil of Olay. I don't know if they've changed it. Kevin for five bucks. You're paying for other people. If you have health insurance, that's how health insurance work. The healthy subsidize the sick. No, I'm paying for a guarantee. I'm not paying to cover other people. There's a difference in that. Medicare is people who didn't even pay into an insurance program. That that's just oh I don't I don't have I can't even afford to pay in. Well, maybe you shouldn't be alive. I know that hurts, but if we're going to do survival of the fittest, but I do not. But insurance is an option for me. If I want to buy into car insurance, <clears throat> yes, I'm paying for risk management. That's the service I'm paying for. I'm not directly paying for somebody else's health care. That's a difference. And it's based off also on my age, right? Remember when you say, oh, how old are you? What are they? They still ask these questions as you should. 
That's not a subsidy for the sick. It's like, oh, you're a younger guy. You're Aaron. I mean, I remember before Obamacare, you're a single bachelor. You just wanted it was 90 bucks a month. Now it's 280 because now I'm paying for other people's shit. Beforehand, oh, you're this risk group. You 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 run, you work out. This is your weight. Okay, checkup. I see you smoke cigars. So it's going to cost a little bit more. But oh, okay, yeah, here's your... Oh, now we're going to throw everybody else in? Oh, yeah, because the people who simply don't want to work, they can't support themselves? Oh, yeah, Aaron, here you, your, your rates have tripled. <laughs> Morgan McGuire, bless you, sweetheart. Dang, I thought you were... Yes. <clears throat> That's why I could date younger if I wanted to. And then, then you run into younger people. No offense, Morgan, but you're like, oh, God, no, no. No, 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 no. Um, wrote an article, Captain Capitalism at blogspot.com, the case to bring back dowries. <clears throat> and it it's a theoretical piece because most men today, fathers today, do not have enough money to afford a dowry. So it's moot. But the economic and academic point or philosophical point was that uh, young women today, even though they work more than any generation, women's labor force participation rates have been going up. Men's labor for force participation rates have been going down because we're smarter than fuck and we know that work sucks. But if you girls want to believe this work is the most important thing in life, please, by all means, go ahead and pay the taxes. Um, but even with women entering the workforce uh, more and more than any generation before, um, they are presenting men with a horrific financial liability in the form of student loan debts. And then there's other things too, like divorce. Uh, women are programming conditioned to not be wives, to just be nagging. And I mean, there's, there's no, there's no training whatsoever about family formation or being a good spouse, male or female. Um, <clears throat> so I, I said, there's like these huge risks involved but predominantly the financial risk. And since in the olden days, women, you know, they didn't generate an income. They took care of the house. They took care of the kids. They did contribute economically, but there was no compensation for it. The men had to go out and get shot or do whatever the hell we did back in the day. <coughs> and so that uh, uh, the fathers would have to pay their would-be son-in-law's money in the form of a dowry to offset that financial. Or, you know, get a house, get started. And fathers, they also wanted grandchildren. So they would invest. Well, now you have these cucks. All American dads are cucks. You're all a bunch of fucking pussies and cucks. I know some who are legit and cool. Like, they, oh, yeah, I got my son to your boat. Cool. Thank you. But the vast majority of American fathers are cucks. They're not even present. They don't participate. And oh, my little princess. Ah, la, la. They let their wife, if the wife is even around, right? They put no fatherly influence. They put no fatherly discipline into either the sons as well. That's why all the boys are pussies. <clears throat> and then their daughters grow up under the pure tutelage and programming of the public schools. And, and if anything, maybe the mother and, and television. And it's like, wow, you're just a self-centered bitch. That's what it is. You are a self-centered completely self-absorbed bitch. No, why would you're, you cannot be fallen in love with, you can be fallen in lust with, <coughs> well, you, you can't be fallen in love with. Don't say all women. Are, I know that I've met some wonderful women in my life, but the vast majority 
is what I'm saying. And um, the, the, the conclusion of the article, you can read it for yourself, though, was that um, without dowries to compensate, there is no financial incentive. So men have to face, not bear, they have to face this full risk on their own. And it's bearing out in the in the numbers. Men are proposing less. We're getting married later. We're getting married less at all. We'll cohabitate. Uh, a lot of men will go um, ghost or they'll go MGTOW or whatever. Um, in the media, the internet is getting around. I mean, I remember when the red pill was this backwater thing. Now strippers even know about the red pill. Boys are there. And, and you've seen your dad get divorced maybe a couple times. <laughs> You've seen your buddies get divorced. You've seen your older brother get divorced. You've seen him get butchered. You watch Terrence pop. You're like, fuck this shit. Fuck. I don't even have any money. <laughs> it's so bad. The brothers are even waking up to the tune. They're like, holy shit. If I don't get married, if I get a vasectomy, I won't have no baby mama haranguing my ass for 18 years. And <clears throat> so it, it's uh, men are punting. We're, we're procrast. We're not even. Well, you. Uh, yeah. Hey, remember that song you girls sang all the time back when you're younger? No, 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 no. Yeah, it's our turn. Uh, fuck no, 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 fuck no, 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 fuck no. So here's some co uh, comments I thought were interesting. Um. <clears throat> Dowry is a nice concept. Can you imagine the discussion with the future father-in-law? And this is exactly the topic of conversation. This is the conversation you have to have. <clears throat> Sir, your daughter is 120000 in student debt, according to her uh, Dun & Bradstreet. How do you intend to pay that off, blank stare? I'm also requesting a million-dollar divorce uh, indemnity policy in my name, more blank stare, 1,000 shares of weight loss in case she gets fat, more blank stare, 20,000 for the professional when she refuses fris uh, frisky business, uh, father-in-law rises, reaches a closet, walks upstairs, pop, pop, father-in-law returns, sits down, reaches for his beer. Guess you'll have to keep looking for son, looking for a son. Oh, guess you'll have to keep looking, son. Mine, I put down for stupidity. Um, no, and one rumble I've heard is that kids who are attending school from home are exposing parents to the bullshit propaganda. Blah, blah, blah. No, that wasn't it. <clears throat> oh, here it was. And this guy linked to um, an article at Richter Trial Law. What is a marriage-like relationship? A marriage-like relationship. And um, this is scary. Uh, in British Columbia, so this is Canadian, where Kevin is from. In British Columbia, a common law relationship is what the courts call it once two people live together in a marriage-like relationship for more than two years. What is considered a marriage-like relationship is very fact-specific. It depends on the facts of each case. It was the question decided by the British, British Columbia Court of Appeal in the recent case of Weber versus Leckrick in 2015. Some things the court said are marriage-like include being intimate together. Celebrating holidays together, including exchanging gifts, vacationing together, having pets or children together. Okay, children I could see, <clears throat> and sharing household and family duties. So, I <laughs> is that all together? Like, do I need to like have children together? Okay, I could see because there's children involved. Sharing household and family duties, like we're in the same home. All right, we're living together. But what if I'm just, what if you just bang a girl or you celebrate, like you have a girlfriend who has her own place? 
vacationing together? Like, oh, is that is that marriage like? Like, and and you can see, I, I'm totally confident in this. You can see the government as men are proposing less and less and less, and they're not just cutting their balls off at the stem uh, by committing to marriage and engaging in that. There, there is an unconscious and maybe even conscious attempt by the courts, by the government, and by women to say, huh, well, traditionally we would get resources for men from marriage in the private sector. <clears throat> we already have taxes. We got that covered. The government's, But this hanging fruit, this piece of fruit is going away because men are not getting married. So now they're going to have to redefine what is marriage like. And mark my words, guys, the day is coming. You're going to see in some some of the more liberal leftist uh, jurisdictions, maybe California, where it's like, well, you bought her. You guys dated for like two years, but you didn't come. Well, that's marriage like, and you are alimony. There, there's, you know, the palimony, whatever they call it. They're going to have to get the money. I And it, it's sad, but I, I look at this empirical stuff happening. And it's like, wow, it really is about the money, isn't it? <laughs> <clears throat> or for a lot of you girls, it is. And Weber, the British Court, uh, British Columbia Court of Appeals explains that there are generally accepted characteristics of a conjugal relationship, including shared shelter, sexual and personal behavior, services, social activities, economic support, and children, as well as societal perception of the couple. See, so if like people just assume you're married, you're like, oh, well, that you were perceived to be married, so I guess you are. And now here's a whole list of things that you never agreed to. <clears throat> the party's attention, particularly the ex expectation that the relationship will be of lengthy, indeterminate duration, may be of importance in determining whether a relationship is marriage-like, while the court will consider the evidence expressly described the party's attentions during the relationship. We will also test that evidence by considering whether the objective evidence is cosnet with those intentions. Uh, the question of whether a relationship is marriage-like will also typically depend on more than just their intentions. Objective evidence of the party's lifestyles and interactions will also provide direct guidance of the... Man, they are getting into your... Are you dating her too? How long has it been? Did you go to Cabo Cabo? Did you buy her a gift? Seems marriage-like to me. Half your fucking shit to her now. It's clear from the existing case law that there is no one-size-fits-all and that no one thing will make or break a marriage-likeness of your relationship. What might be a marriage-like relationship in one case might not be for another. The Family Law Act in British Columbia applies to everyone who's considered a spouse and can face certain rights and obligations on spouses. Spouses defined in that act as a person who is married to another person or has lived with another person in a marriage-like relationship for a period of two years. <sighs> this is written by a, a gal. She's hot. A line of check. She's cute. Writes a lot. Oh, Chad, maybe maybe go go to go to British Columbia again. Try try that. Um, so there you go. There you go. What do we got? We got any more super chats? Doing uh, face moisturizer. You're paying. Uh, which is better? Martial art wrestling or oh, okay. All right, let me hit the can. I'm gonna hit the can. I'll be back in a second. Can't be sick. Yeah, I'll even pause it so you guys don't have to hear me tinkle.
Okay. We're back. Alex. Hey, Alex. I had a friend request. We're going to talk to Alex because people keep letting girls in. Which once you, Atham's on around, he's not spraying. And none of our other, look, you Latino listeners, you guys are responsible for spraying for girls, all right? Adriano, you have failed, even though I don't know, maybe you're Italian, but let's just say you're Latino. Juan, you failed. Murray Saucedo, who I had to kick because he kept the, he's failed. Um, Juan number two, Navarro, he failed. And Atham ain't even around. He's the leader of the Latin gang. Where the hell is he? And now there's a girl here. But anyway, Alex, so, so I got a friend request on Facebook from an Alex who also is brunette, female, cute. I'm like, oh, it's Alex. Oh, Alex. I got a friend back, Alex. I'm like, hey, what's up? Thanks for all the donations. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, did you donate uh, the money? And she's like, no, I just friend you because I find I'm like, oh. And I'm like, and it's scary, dude, because uh, she's like exactly looks like you. So I got to send her a screenshot of you. But now we're friends friends but she didn't get me money like you did Jared, so thank you <clears throat> adriano ramos for two australian dollars which is better martial art catch wrestling or brazilian i don't even know what catch wrestling is i'm gonna go with brazilian jiu-jitsu like for efficacy um because all your fights end up on the ground usually i've heard other people say krav but Gras is better um, but I don't know what you ca- what catch wrestling is. I do know I hate jujitsu. Um, it's good. It helps. Yeah, I mean you'll you'll learn how to fight. You'll learn how to get out of uh, holds and things like that. But man, is it tough. It is, and it's uncomfortable. I'm. Not, I know it's not supposed to be comfortable. I get that. But man, you got a guy swarming up your fish like that. You smell a guy's toe fungus. Um. And it, it another thing is to to do it. Um, you, it helps if you're a normal size guy, which I'm not, because <clears throat> I dominated in my weight class because my weight class was high school freshmen and sophomores. And if you know anything about high school freshmen and sophomores, they have no work ethic. So they'd show up, they wouldn't practice their technique, they wouldn't hit the gym, and I I could overpower them. It wasn't. It wasn't skill. It was just, oh, yeah, I could. And, and that's all fair in games, but you're not learning the skill. Then I go up against Zeke. Oh, I remember Zeke. Zeke was the next weight class, and he was in better shape than I was. And this guy just beat the fucking shit out of me. And not only because he was better at jujitsu. He was he took class for years. Uh, but he was also just bigger and stronger. Uh, and then it gets to a point you go up against Bronk. 6'3", 235, just a big muscle. Nice guy. Great guy. He had a great son, too. He's, got, he's like, and he's helping me out. He was the he he was the uh, assistant uh, sensei. He helped out the main guy. So he gave you and it says, okay, here's how you get out. He's like, reach for my arm. I'm like, I can't reach your arm, Bronk. No, no, reach for, no, Bronk, I physically can't reach your arm. You're too tall. I can't, my hand it doesn't go any further than this. He's like, oh, so he'd lean in. <laughs> it's like this fucking wiener dog wrestling with a German shepherd. Oh, like I can't reach him. <laughs> so I'd say Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but um, he has a different thought on that. Uh, 
because I detested jujitsu so much, uh, I don't do it anymore. And you got to stay current because, you know, you'll forget it. And I'm wondering if any martial art that you enjoy that has some aggression and some practicality and self-defense, like I know some guy, he went, uh, he went karate and it was all about pose and, and structure and patience and it was more meditation than it was anything else. I'm like, I don't want that. So I think I'll try kickboxing. Uh, Jack Napier, the boy likes kickboxing. And so I think I'll, I'll be doing that next. Uh, once the, the flu goes away <clears throat> in the meantime, I just carry a gun That's <laughs> run away and carry a gun. Holy cow. Where's all the, my goodness. But, you know, I thought this was going to be a short one. You guys keep throwing money this way. Hey, Andrew Ryan's here. I recognize him on the, on the chats. And a lot of, I'm kind of curious if anyone knows who, who's, who Andrew Ryan is. Maybe I should play Bioshock. That's what I should do. Drew Allen for $2. First motorcycle ever owned. I owned a 78-something piece of shit. And my buddy, who was also getting into motorcycles at that time, um, he recommended it because he didn't know any better. And this thing had, I'm surprised I didn't die. The, there was rot on the tires. It was so old. The brake cables were rusting. Um, and thankfully the engine was just, I don't know, the carbs need to be, something was wrong with the engine. <clears throat> I ended up selling it for parts. Um, and then the first real motorcycle I got was a, a baby Ninja, a Ninja 250, a 2000. God, it was a 2000, a 2000 Ninja 250. And man, that was a great bike. I love that bike. I may even get, they got new ones now. It's a Ninja 300. Um, and I guess that extra 50 horsepower helps you get up mountains and shit like that. Cause the 250, it's like, okay, it's one dude. And even at my weight at a buck 50, it would have troubles getting up some mountains. And I blew a head gasket in Wyoming because of crosswind, uh, that extra 50 horsepower on the newer ninjas, uh, not only super helps and you could throw somebody on the back. Um, <clears throat> but I think they've Im improved the fuel efficiency and I was getting like 50, 55 miles a gallon on mine. And I would use it. I dude, I had the setup, man. I had this. Ah, don't you ever tell me about being poor and, and, oh man, I have it. So I would take my Ninja 250 down and teach dance classes. And it was really cool how the convergence of technology was allowing it beforehand. When I first started teaching dance classes, you needed to have CDs. You needed a stereo. Because there was no MP3 players that didn't exist. You could burn MP3s, but the main media was this. So I'd have to bring a whole <clears throat> stereo system. And then mid-time, especially in 2004, 2005, when gas prices were high, which got me into motorcycle riding, I could throw everything into a backpack. It was a big backpack, but I had speakers, uh, and I could just play uh, MP3s. And by the time I was done, I had spent the money on these Bose speakers. They're they're no bigger than this microphone, maybe a little bit bigger, but two of them. And um, with uh with my phone, I just plug it in. And it was perfect. It filled up an auditorium, uh, and I could throw that in a little backpack on my crotch rocket. Show up, pack it up, boom, gone. And yes, yes, I did get laid a lot. Because I was the dance instructor who showed up on a fucking motorcycle. It was great. <laughs> it was wonderful. It was 
<clears throat> There's a reason. I, look, I know I slam on teachers. Teachers. But you want to become a teacher in some capacity. Like it could be community education. It could be a professor. It could be a, a finance seminar. Anytime you're delivering a speech in front of somebody, a, a group of physical audience, you, you add two to your one through 10 scale. Um, but yeah, dancing. Dude, being a dance instructor, that was... <clears throat> That was great. <laughs> and then, then it went away because all the hot chicks got old. They got married. They left. And there was all their baby boomer mom divorcee. I want to find a Latin lover. I'm not Latin. Although I found out I am. I guess I'm 18% Spaniard. So <clears throat> now apparently I'm Paisan now with Ath- Atham, the two Juans, Murray, and uh, Ramos. So. So that was my first motorcycle. I recommend, I strongly recommend if you are a beginner and you want to get a crotch rocket, get yourself a Ninja 300. Those Ninjas are easy to work on. They're fuel efficient. They're cheap. Uh, absolutely. Don't get yourself some dumbass Hayabusa. Don't be getting no thousand CC crotch rocket. If you've never ridden before, start with a little baby Ninja. It's, it's just fine. Just fine. And I did have a real Ninja. I got a 636 when I, I went 130 miles an hour. And then, and then you're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Kevin McCorm, marginal tax rates were much higher in the past and the economy was booming. Yes. Yes, it was. He is correct. I would argue you also had much higher quality caliber of people back then. And uh, what was it? Schiff or somebody did a study that there were so few people in those marginal higher tax rates. It was like 90%. Like if you made up, you had like 90% went to the government. Uh also has to pay down the World War II debt, but I don't want to bother you with facts or history, Kevin. Um, but yeah, it, it, but very few people, and, and I, I want to say only tens of thousands pay that. Um, but it doesn't change the fact, Kevin, you're still living off of other people's money. I mean, you could say, oh, Jeff Bezos makes billions. He doesn't make billions, actually. He has assets that have gone up in market prices to the tune of billions, but um Jeff earned that. What have you done, Kevin? Kevin? Jeff doesn't owe you shit. It All it is is a simple question, Kevin. Are you a parasite? Are you independent? The biggest joke, the biggest laugh I get is all these women claiming they're strong, independent women when they are either directly taking government money from the taxpayer, they're demanding a student loan bailout, or their daddy supports them especially the epitome of hypocrisy are these New York uh, writers. They live in New York city. They're doing the sex in the city lifestyle. They write for some like boldy, some condy Nass fucking Jezebel website. I'm strong, independent woman. I guarantee you, you look at their finances. You're like, Oh, where'd this extra $8,000 a month come from? Oh, that's my daddy's kind of helping me out. Oh, go fuck yourself. You're independent. <clears throat> you're either swat or you're not. You're an American or you're not. Kevin, you might actually be an independent American. You just have a a philosophy that's different than being an American. You might actually be a truly independent man. But if you're advocating taking other people's money, I don't care how much people. That's right. Good. The economy was booming back in the day. For what handful of people paid a 90% tax, that's fine. Still doesn't change the fact you're a parasite. Or at minimum, you're advocating parasitism. I just, I don't have a lot of standards. But when I die, it'll be like, eh, I didn't live off anybody. I wasn't a parasite. I proved the American, you know, am I the last standing American? Last American standing? Like, oh, yeah, you could do it. 
even with these tax rates and this bullshit, these re recessions and economies, you could do it. Jinwon Choi for five Canadian dollars. Hey, Cappy, I'm an auto mechanic who is facing some tough times due to decrease in business. Should I stay in this trade? And will we get through it? Yeah, dude. Yeah, no. I, I, here, here's what's going to happen. I, I talk to other tradesmen like dentists. I know a, a, a guy dentist, a gal dentist. I know uh, Juan's a mechanic. Um, yeah, man, you're, you're fine. Everyone's suffering in this. This is a genuine disaster. This is a genuine natural disaster. Um, <clears throat> you probably still get a trickle of business. You know who ain't get a trickle of business? Uh, the gal with her fucking masters in English. Okay. Um, tough times doing decrease in should I stay in this trade and will we get through? So yeah, I would recommend you stay in the trade. In the meantime, with the downtime, skill up, get your certification. Uh, I know you're in Canada. I don't know if you have the um, MSE or ASE. In the United States, uh, there's like a certified mechanic certification you can get. I'd, I'd go get that in the meantime while you got this downtime. But it's going to come back, man. It is. It is. I'm actually optimistic. Again, I could be wrong. Oh, we could be facing death tomorrow. All right. Who knows? But the the machinery of the economy hasn't been hit. It's just we got a fucking virus. It's going to go away. We're all taking a month-long vacation. We'll all come back. And you're gonna. it's a great skill to have. Uh, I would do some hustle on the sides. Like, hey, you need some help with your cars? But getting back to what I was going to say about the other tradesmen and tradeswomen I know, um, they know. They don't expect. They know there's going to be a huge demand buildup. Uh, and I even know this because uh, the GF cuts my hair. Don't mock her. Uh, she's been getting offers for people to cut their hair. Guys, I need my hair cut. And all these women with their nails, like she's like, oh, my nails. And and you may say it's not a legit profession. I say it is, even though I mock and ridicule it because of the type of people that occupy the profession. But it's a real profession. Uh, hairstylists and nail people. Oh, Dude, when they give the all clear, there is going to be a line out the fucking door of those Vietnamese uh, nail gals. Those girls are going to be bringing in the bucks. And I think the same is going to happen to you, Jen. Um, mechanics, dentists, any kind of maintenance that needs to be done, uh, there's going to be a line out your door. And that's when you jack up your prices. You make up for lost time. <clears throat> in the meantime, while you're down, um, yeah, skill up, get whatever certification it is. Um, I Now's the time. Uh, to really go and see if you could do some entrepreneurial stuff. Uh, see if you can't, you know, hey, you need a break job. You need this. You need that. Set, set something up, man. But I, I'd stay in it. If you're worried about it, well, maybe go and explore some other trades. Maybe go do your research. See what it's like to be a programmer. See what it's like to be a dentist. Um, but yeah, you. This isn't you. This isn't your profession. This isn't your trade. This is this is a. a I hate to say crisis because it's not. This is the whole world getting a an illness, and it too will go away. It too will pass. God, here I was thinking I was going to go to bed early. Or I knew there was other super chats. <laughs> Juan, I saw you. I saw you comment, Juan. Maybe it'll be the first one. Maybe I'll put on the Lucador. Lucador equals superior race. You damn right it does. Look at that. God, Anthem got me this mask. Uh, 
I, I should probably put this on. And it's the bad guy. That's why I like the most. Oh, that's the bad guy. I don't know what the bad guy's name is in Mexico. But that's the bad guy. I like to be the bad guy. So we got the Lucador. Luchador. Lucador. Whatever. Uh, Troy. Hey, our buddy Troy. <clears throat> take my money down. Yes, I'll take your, your $2, Troy. I will. I gladly will. Goes into the burgeoning Poke Bowl fund. I can't even buy the niece's toys or shit no more. Um. Uh, the pastry, I okay. I know I talk about the nieces, but this is the only thing I really got. Okay, the only thing of the future, the only investment I got. <clears throat> and I remember my grandpa, and I don't know if you guys all had great grandpas, but my grandpa, if there's for if there is any reason for me to believe in a god, it was my grandpa, because that shit doesn't happen by two people breeding. I mean, there had to be some divine intervention. He was just this. <laughs> You little shit. Come here. Come here. Give me a grandma. Just, just the greatest man ever. And all, even to this day, 45 years old, genie in the ball. You get one wish. One. I used to think it would be total knowledge of the human. Like, I want to know everything every human has ever experienced. Like, I want to know, like, be in their minds, like, to have every experience in every human. I don't want, I want my grandpa back. I want my grandpa back because he was magical, man. He was, whatever he did, we wanted, it was, it was awesome to be with him. It was awesome to be with my grandpa. Do you want to go get, yeah, I mean, and me and my brother and sister would fight to the death to sit on that bumper sit down thing next to him. This is before you had to wear seatbelts and all that other shit. This is just this, but you had a Plymouth automatic. It was blue vinyl and we'd murder one another to sit next to our grandpa and just to get gas. And then he'd take us for chocolate ice cream and chocolate milk. We'd go for Miller He took us fishing and <clears throat> nothing to do with fishing. It was just this guy. Paid attention to you. He hugged you. He loved you. <laughs> he called us little shits. <laughs> and he 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 he, would, he thought he thought things through. I try to replicate that. Like he get us Indian head pennies that were from the eighteen hundreds. Oh, hey, dinosaurs were the Indians killing the dinosaurs? Yes, the Indians were killing the dinosaurs then, and just. You know, like, oh, and then he gets silver dollars and then he get Eisenhower dollars. He knew, and I, I replicate this because an Eisenhower dollar is a fucking frisbee to a four year old boy. It's this huge thing, like, wow. And uh, that's what I want to do with my nieces because when you're young, everything is possible, everything is amazing, everything is new. And I don't want to take them to the regular. Burger and fries joint. I want to take them to the pastry shop where they get to see the pastries. They get to see all the different colors, even though they can't eat one whole one themselves and they'll play with it afterwards. But I like seeing their eyes go wide. When I pick them up, I say, look, cause they can't see cause the top shelves up here. So you gotta pick them up and show them. And then, and the, and the advent, and then we go on adventure. We go on it. We feed ducks. We, we go we go to the blue and green park we it's that it's the fact that those kids still have hope and idealism and they don't know they can't read a map they don't know where they are 
They don't know over that hill is just another suburban development. Over that hill could be fucking Sherwood Forest with dinosaurs and Ilsa. Oh, my God, Ilsa. Oh, Jesus. If you guys don't know uh, the Frozen movie and you have little girls anywhere in your life, you're going to have to learn about the, the Frozen movie. But they're allowed to dream, and they're excited, and they get to go, oh, we visited the troll yesterday. Oh, they were excited to visit the troll. Oh, they love the troll. They, Like I said, they they actually think he's a troll. Think about that. How awesome of a life is that? You think this ugly, balding, schleppy, stinky, dirty clothes, smells of socks, mechanic, IT, Christian dude is a troll. You think he's a troll? Yeah, and the wonderment. Oh, he turns into a troll at night. <laughs> they, I bet you, because they, they, they sleep. They have their own beds, but they sleep in the same bed. And they're very, they, they adore one another. It's very nice. But I bet you, ah, he's a troll. Did he try to do a troll tonight? <laughs> and that's it. <clears throat> that's why I love. I, I and you know it'll be over in a couple of years, but I get them now. I get them now, and they they love everything we do. And uh, my God, man, I just wish I, I and that's what I want to replicate. I want my grandpa. He told us Grandpa Bunny Bunny. There's a book called Grandpa Bunny Bunny. I did this with the kids. Uh, so Grandpa Bunny Bunny is a book, and uh, it's a way to introduce death to young kids. It was written by Disney in the 1950s. and uh, It's just a book, a children's book. But Power, uh, my grandpa, he, he would, he would because uh, you guys don't know his, his knick-knack name, my grandpa would grab candy and he put it in his pockets. He said, I, I thought I saw Grandpa Bunny Bunny. Like, oh, you saw Grandpa Bunny Bunny? Where's Grandpa? Oh, he's down by the creek. He'd take us his creek over in Sussex, Wisconsin. Anyone who's from Sussex, it's the creek that runs past the Century. Or what was the century? I don't know if it's that anymore. It's by the bank. It goes past the century. And uh, he, he, he'd he say, if you scare Grandpa Bunny Bunny, he'd, he'd drop some of his candy. So we'd be looking one way, and he'd shoot out candy the other way. Like, oh, there he is. There he is. We turn, and, 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 you know, me and my brother and sister, would, you know, I, I think I was six at the time. So six, four, and two. My sister doesn't know shit at two. Nobody knows shit at two. But she knew candy and walked around. Oh, There's candy. Grandpa, buddy, buddy, drop me. Oh, look, there he went again. And he just shuck another piece of candy over there. I did Grandpa, bunny, bunny with them. I don't know if I'll ever live up to my grandpa, but I, I want, because you only get them. You get them for this little bit of time. This little bit of time. You dipshits. I gotta raise my own kids. I oh, I have to hire a nanny. I need a babysitter. I need daycare. My career so oh fuck you women. Fuck you, you soulless fucking dents. How how can I mean really you're not human. You're not humane. You're not human. You don't have a soul. You are a true NPC where you have little kids, little children. I know they're a pain in the ass to raise, but by God, you can't go play Grandpa Bunny Bunny with them. You got them for this short little bit of time, and then they, and then they become young girls, you know, tweens or whatever, and they go over the fucking phone or whatever. I don't know. 
Oh, you had to get that NBA, I bet. You had to get that NBA. That NBA is more important than Grandpa Bunny Bunny, I bet. You fucking worthless slurs. Seriously, and that's it's not it's not a gimmick, it's not a joke, it's not an opinion. You you girls are fucking horrible girls, women. Trading your children in for your fucking career. God almighty. So yeah. That's why I like that's why I like my nieces. DJ Aftershock, five bucks. The the there's no other. <coughs> The Carlson School of Management now offers a degree in public and nonprofit management. <laughs> oh, God, I should do a video on that. Designed for all the soccer moms in the Wazese, Plymouth, and Excelsior. Plymouth isn't that hot. Plymouth is not. Excelsior, that's a nice little, that's a nice little, uh, what do they call it? Village? Hamlet. It's a nice little Hamlet. But no, the real money's in Orono. <clears throat> You know, the, that's where the new money's going in is Orno. And then I think Victoria. Atham, look it up. Victoria's the up and coming. That's where it's happened. A degree in public and nonprofit management. Oh, you, all you girls, all, all you women, I'm sorry, all you womans, you love that degree more than you do your own damn children. Uh, Alex. Oh, here's Alex for five bucks. You found my doppelganger. Yeah, she is. She's your doppelganger. Yeah, I don't have much social media. I used to have a Twitter, but kind of gave up on it. Well, you're a cute girl. If you want to make lots of money, you know what to do. I'm just telling you the truth, dear. Seriously, if I was a good-looking young gal today, I'd just be like, what? How many desperate, pent-up men are suffering from their wives? They'll pay how much for me to show a picture of my... Not even your titties, your cleavage? Fuck. I know, I know. Middle Eastern probably, or... Asian culture a bit more traditional. I got it. I got it. But um, yeah, I got up. I should. I should show the other gal. I, I'll send you the thing because you'll be like, "Oh, dang!" Hey, Josh. Josh Landrum, uh, reliable Josh. I contacted at least four people to buy their cars who recently list their cars online, Facebook. And it's been a week now, and none of them reply. Ah, uh, that's just human stupidity. Why are you going on Facebook though? Uh, dude, go go Auto Trader or Car Soup or something like that. But you are smart. You you you're thinking, man, because now is the time to go buy a car. I think maybe even give it a month. <coughs> Depends on how quickly this thing recovers. But now's in the now is the time to be in the market for stocks, cars, computers, other physical assets, maybe property. That's going to be a little bit lagging, I think. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm keeping my eye on this this car that I want. Not a specific car. Well, it's a specific model and make and year. Um, but it's not um. It's it's not like this one person has one car. But yeah, I'm I'm waiting on boomers whose finances are shit and they want to relive their life. Oh, this is the car I got laid in. Yeah, well, it's the car I'm going to get laid in next. You motherfucking piece of shit. <laughs> Because you got to sell it for five grand because you didn't save no fucking money, you dumbass. This is a good thing. There's balance in everything, guys. Balance in everything. I know I'm in between the young and the old generation, squarely middle aged. Uh, but this is your blessing, young people. Capitalize on it. Uh, Sam Whiskey with the coolest name mask ever. Is it sexist to make a mask out of a woman's bra? <laughs> 
I don't know. Do you want to breathe into a woman's bra? I, I guess we suck on their titties. I don't know if I want a bra. Hey, what if I were to, to do? Oh, never mind. I can't say it now because people. Ooh, I got an idea. Hang on. I got to set the. Hang on. All right. This is an idea. This is what. You... Okay. Hang on. Let me put this back on. Okay. What I'm about to do, guys, uh, is something that has made me. I wouldn't say wealthy, but independent, okay? I got a brilliant idea now. I'm going to go write it down. <clears throat> also notice, I didn't tell any of you motherfuckers this because then you motherfuckers go run off with my idea, right? But this is what you got to do, but I'm going to write this down because it's a damn good idea. <clears throat> oh, damn. If only the rest of the economy is available for that. I don't know why I put my headphones on. I don't hear anything. Just hear that. Um, yes, it would be very sexist. Well, Sam, everything's sexist now. Everything is sexist. Whoa, 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 look at all the super chats coming in. Kevin, for five bucks, didn't live off of anyone sure that you were educated in private school then? Yeah, I was. I was that. Yeah, because, okay, kids are parasitic, yes, because they can't work. And I did go to a private school at great financial detriment to my family because my dad was a fucking Nazi Wisconsin Synod Lutheran pastor. Love my dad, but I'm never gonna I'm never gonna forgive and I'm not gonna shield the fucking bullshit we had to go through. Uh the Wisconsin Synod is uh the most not one of, it is the most extreme sect of the Lutheran Protestant religions. Uh I would even say it's a cult. Uh and and to this day, I do and try to keep tabs on my previous teachers that were at that school because I want to make sure they don't enjoy too good of a life. We'll leave it at that. Um, but we went there because, well, we couldn't go to the secular school, the public school. We might listen to Motley Crue and they have a pentagram and that's the sign of the devil. And so even though we didn't have the money for it, my dumbass dad fucking paid for us to go to this overpriced fucking Nazi concentration camp, leaving us with even less fucking money for anything to the point that it's like now, I mean, it's, it's eerily similar not to give you guys too much of a sob story in my personal life. But right now this is reminding me of my childhood, like my early childhood, because we couldn't go anywhere. We didn't have gas and the excitement was going to target or Kmart. That was the excitement. We could go in the car and go somewhere. Not just be at home. Again, why take the little shits? Like, let's go. We're getting out. <clears throat> Everybody, all the other, oh, the adults. The adults are your, oh, the adults are your enemy. The adults are your enemy. Let's stay here. 
Let's drink and smoke cigarettes and just relax and talk with one another. Ah, uh, let's take the kids and go have some adventure time. Just me wondering if we should go for a hike. Look for the white squirrel. There's a white squirrel, an albino squirrel made a nest or whatever squirrels make. Uh, and they every time we walk, we we go to downtown. We get uh, we get Miller time. My grandpa did Miller time with me. We would go fishing. He gave Miller time, and I get my you know whatever root beer, and he get a real beer. So we had Miller time when I was a kid. So I take my my little nieces for Miller time, and we go to the bar, which is a mile walk. So they're doing a two mile walk. I I put them through their paces, and I put them up on the thing. Everybody adores them. Every woman wants to fuck me. The only thing more valuable to getting laid than being a ballroom dance instructor is to have little nieces and you put them at the bar and then everyone's like, can you insert your penis with inside my vagina? It's like, yes, yes, I will, because you're hot and you're not fat. <clears throat> um, I'm just going with this. Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just saying you don't you don't just stay in at home. Oh, that's why I was going. All right. To get out. Every kid wants to get out. They want to explore. They want to know what's around them. If you don't have the money because you can't afford the fucking gas to drive your kids around or go to, you know, your kids are going to grow up very stunted or at least skewed. So, yes, I did go to a private school. It was the worst motherfucking thing that happened to me. And yes, as a kid, you're going to live off people. That's what. Do you want to know why why poor people are poor? Because they have more kids than they can afford. Because kids need to live off of things. Kids just don't go work in the slave factories right off the bat. Adriano Ramos for five uh, Australian dollars. A mixed race from Portuguese, born on the island of Mauritius. Oh yeah, okay. I don't think I classify as a. No, you don't. What the hell? No, Portuguese is, well, is Portuguese the language considered a Latin language? It's derived from it, I'd imagine, so it's Latin, and that's a Mauritius. Where is it? Mauritius. Yeah, a little island. Oh, you're south there. You're in the Indian Ocean. Yeah, right off the coast of Madagascar. Okay. What the, I, 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 I do not ask this out of ill taste. I'm just genuinely clear. Adriano, are you, do you look Sri Lankan? Do you look African? What, what do you, what do you look like? Um, because I know you go far North India, you get more Persian, Middle Eastern look, and then you go South of Sri Lanka, you get very dark, uh, predominantly because of the sun. I'm kind of curious, but then you're like right at that juxtaposition between, off the coast of Africa, and I'm just wondering what what does an average Mauritian look like? Which is a fair question. I caught flack for asking my black buddy, "Hey, why don't blacks swim?" <laughs> and everybody but him, oh Aaron, I, I, they're all white. Oh Aaron, how did? And he's like, he just starts laughing. He's like, "Cause we sink." I said, "What do you mean you sink? He's like, we can't swim." No, no, no. Like, explain it to me. Why do you sink? I don't know. We just sink. We can't swim. Like, how does nobody not swim? What do you mean? You, you can't. You just, oh, we, uh, us, because of our skin color, we sink. And it turns out, I looked it up. I actually investigated it. 
blacks have a higher bone density, uh, the more muscular in theory, because we only took the more muscular people from the United States. But, uh, I don't know about Africans, uh, but the muscle and bone are denser and they sink. And so the, if you took the average black dude and the average white dude of same weight, the average white dude would have more buoyancy. <laughs> it's serious, serious. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, AJ Ingsock. Oh, dude, you look like you're in a band. You, look, you got better hair than me. For 10 bucks. I hope this virus never ends. I'm a welder and my company is paying us an extra $5 an hour during the virus so we don't leave. No sign in of work slowing down. Feels good to have an essential job. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised the mechanics aren't working because I had to bring my uh, truck. I, I did the rotors and the brake pads. And my other buddy, good Aaron, uh, not evil Aaron, me, but good Aaron uh, says, oh, yeah, you need a new tie rod. And he's like, I don't even work on that. I'm like, why is a tire? I'm looking at it. I'm like, what's well, just a boot with some grease coming out of it? Like, is that a big deal? Apparently, it's a big deal. You need an alignment. There's, it went beyond his... I wouldn't say skill level, but his desire level. I'm like, okay, I'll take it in. So I'm glad that you're uh, you're uh, employed. In the, I, I just kind of concerned about our uh, Canadian buddy who says he's he's a little bit worried. Sam Whiskey for another two bucks. Ca- pause for the cause. Let's pause for the cause. Pause for the cause. Musical artist. Reggae. Yeah. It's a... Looks like a really... Ugly, old, tatted-up millennial girl who did way too much drugs. Yeah. Alright. Uh... A patron 08 for five bucks. <clears throat> if AMC movie theaters go under, do you see any current or future businesses that could utilize that large footprint? Yeah, he- here's what's going to happen. Okay. Um, whatever companies don't make it through this, they're going to have to liquidate. And th- this is every recession. And this is what should have happened in the Great Recession. And this is also what results in higher standards of living through lower prices. <clears throat> During a bubble, or mismanagement, or people not managing their company correctly. They will have assets, both physical and in a metaphorical sense, like you have a brand name like AMC Theater. Oh, let's go to the AMC Theater. So there's value in that. They will mismanagement, uh, mismanage it, either through over-leveraging, or they didn't have a rainy day fund, which is the number one cause of all of our economic problems today. <clears throat> and they will have to go on the selling block. And during times of economic recession, everybody else doesn't have a lot of money. So prices really tank. They really tank because people are trying to sell, but nobody has the money to buy because it's bad economic times. This is why I'm really hoping to pick up my classic car on dirt cheap. This is where my Jewish blood comes in. This is where my quarter Jew comes in. And me and my uh, 18% Spaniard blood, we high five. We do some fucking magic Jewish Spaniard shit. And I get myself this classic car that I want for dirt cheap. So the supply goes up. The demand goes down. Prices tank. But at some point in time, the prices drop so much 
that somebody who is sitting on cash, usually Asians because they're better with fucking financial management, but there's occasionally some other people too of different races that actually spend less than they make. They're sitting on some money. I'm like, huh, as the price goes down to buy that bar or to buy that asset, or to buy that movie theater, even if I want to finance it, the mortgage now is so low because the price is so low that even if I cover expense, like if I charge $5 a movie ticket, I can make a profit. So when your major assets go down in price, those are usually your largest expenses, either through buying them outright or uh borrowing money to afford them. So you have, you know, your house is a mortgage. And so if housing prices go down, rental property is a simple, simpler example. Um, the price of a duplex goes down by half. Well, now at interest rates, I could go ahead and buy this thing and charge rent at rental market rates. And I make a profit off it. Whereas at the peak in the bubble, what I had to pay for those assets, what I had to pay for that property would be way too high. And the mortgage would then be way too way too expensive, I, my margins would be very minuscule. So if you ever come to the Twin Cities, a perfect example of this is Mancini's. Mancini's is this Italian steak and chops joint where you can get a vat of high-end scotch or rumplements for four bucks. And the reason you can get it for four bucks is because they don't have no lease expense. They don't have no mortgage. They paid off their mortgage four decades ago. Uh, their steaks are uh, still a little bit pricey. They want to make as much money as possible, but it's a, a very affordable steak for a steakhouse. And the reason why is they weren't like this Dubro Carlson School of Management MBA douchebag with a leased BMW 3. Uh, going, I'm going to buy this bar at the peak of the market. And oh shit, man, I got this like uh, uh, loan payment I got to make. So I got to jack up prices up to $12 for every drink. But I got some fucking blue lights up so the chicks that'll make them hot. That's those are the people that are getting fucking shucked out right now. And so the assets and the productive cap uh, capability and thus their profit potential hasn't changed. They're still going to generate a certain amount of goods and services at a certain amount of market prices of goods and services. Uh, but their market value to buy them is going down rapidly. And so, yeah, all of a sudden you may be able to pick up a movie theater for whatever, a million bucks and, and make some money out of it. Um, <clears throat> so I don't think any future businesses are going to like movie theaters are pretty specifically designed. Uh, it just won't be AMC or the current shareholders of AMC. It'll be some hedge fund or some rich dude or just a group of Asians who saved their fucking money said, hey, you got some money. Look how cheap this even if we charge five bucks for a premiere feature, they're trying to sell that movie theater for so little, we could buy it for a song. And our operating expenses and our expenses are so low now, we could have, and hey, $5 for a premiere movie uh, feature, that's lower prices for you. That's a higher standard of living. Prices go down. This is why recessions are great, but every time the fucking government comes in, prints off more money, jacks up prices, and now it's like, well, and then you millennials wonder why rent's so fucking high. Housing would have been super affordable if we didn't bail out people. It would have been super affordable. I wonder what will happen when we bail out the student loans. What will happen to tuition when we flood that market with more money?
Final Kill 44 for five bucks. Hey, Cappy, you by chance play Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one, been playing that and studying on IT work? No, I haven't. I bought it, and I put it in, and the mandatory look at my, I failed to be a movie director, but now I can make you watch this fucking cutscene. Cutscene came in, and it was a a 30-pound wave without a helmet, blasting away and all that. Kick ass and shit. Even though she was white, she didn't sell. But just I'm like, nope, done. I took it right back to GameStop. And GameStop, like, yeah, well, they they knew it was such a bad movie. They gave me money back. Not in store credit. They gave me my money back. That's how bad they knew that uh, video game was. Uh, but I played Call of Duty World War Two, um, and I enjoy it. There we go. So for the person who requested it that I blocked Greeny Gaines, I did. Because she ain't paying or he ain't paying. We don't know if it's a guy or a girl. So that's done. Darius! Oh, no, that's not Darius. <coughs> oh, dang it. Now I got to scroll back up. Whoa. Whoa. Why am I way up here? Hang on. Chad wants in. Uh, Himrabi. I'm just going to call you Himrabi because that's the Mesopotamian, like, demigod. Chad, uh, Chad, give me a second. Let me get through. Hang on. You know what? Let me text the GF and tell her not to come home because I'm on fire today. I thought I'd go home and go to sleep. You guys are all like, hey, here's some money. Dance for us, whore. Hang on. Sorry, guys. Just give me a second. Um, oh, just yet. Okay, let me, Darius, let me get Darius because Darius is uh, regular. Five bucks. Thoughts on optimal short-term stock selling? I know there will be higher taxes, but compound interest is still compound interest. Thoughts on stock selling? Why are you selling now? It's it's The market's down. I mean, if, if you got a short-term, are you talking short-term capital gains versus long-term capital gains? Uh, I don't know if you made some money cashing. There's a there's a great saying. Uh, what was it? A lot of people became rich selling too early. And the <clears throat> the wisdom within that statement is that a lot of people would sell a lot of you know what was an up and coming stock back in the day, Apple or Microsoft. Like, dude, I sold. And it went up 300 more percent. It's like, yeah, but it went up a thousand percent since when you bought it. A lot of people have become rich by selling too early. And and all you, what, you're, what you're asking, I guess your question is, if I were to simplify it, is uh, you want to time the market. You can't time the market. All right. I bought in 
when the market was off 25% and then went down to 35% off. Like, oh, dang. Well, still, I'm happy with 25% off. You know, I'm not selling it today or tomorrow. I mean, unless you're a boomer that has to, like, you know, reverse mortgage your home because you didn't plan for fuck. Uh, and you got like, oh, my God, my 401k is down. I, I withdraw on that. Well, I, I guess it sucks to be you. But uh, I don't think you got to worry about that. Thoughts on short-term rentals. Yeah, take the profits, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it could go up. It could. It could go up three times as much. And that's happened to everybody. But that's why that saying is there. A lot of people have become rich by selling too early. You can't time it when to buy when it's going down. And you can't time it when you're going to sell it when it's going up. But did you make 300%? I <laughs> did you make 30%? That's a damn fine return in one day or one year. All right, let me invite Chad. Chad, I'm going to send this to the Twitter account. Let me mute this. Oh, oh, oh. All right, there we go. All right. Damn, guys. Uh, by the way, thank you very much for all your kind donations. Um, all the money goes to benefit me. Actually, <laughs> it does it. It does it. It, it. it did go to the Pokeball Fund, but I can't eat this much Pokeball. Uh, and so then I do spend it on my nieces. Uh, but then, but since now I can't go to the Pokeball place, it's just like accruing. Uh, Himanshu Andhi for another hundred rupees. Industrial engineering or manufacturing systems engineering, which is degree is better, dude. I, I'll I'll be honest with you. I, I don't like either of them. Uh, I like industrial engineering over manufacturing systems engineering because that one sounds more like uh, <clears throat> managerial. But why why don't you just go mechanical engineering? Why don't you just go chemical engineering or electrical? Engineering? Go with a legit degree. Uh, it sounds like, oh, I want to go STEM, but I want to half-ass it and do the, the cheap way out. I I would just go mechanical. And then industrial engineering, I don't know. What's up? Oh, no, I just wanted to say hi. Look like you're uh, kicking ass today. <laughs> I'm sick, but this has probably been my most profitable uh, podcast. I, you're not getting your fucking super. You're going to get I'm super not, chats I from here on any. out. Don't fucking like uh, me me, like quarter me me now. I <laughs> okay i'll give you I'm, super I'm chats from nearly here, here just to, to all right good no well, you shave clean man what uh what's going on I, you shave clean so i got a haircut a few days ago and it was one of the old school ones where they take the you know, the razor and they really? sharpen it sharpen and they kind of wow yeah so i didn't take the whole thing off because i thought that was really cool like doing it the old uh Fashion way in the barbers. Is it better what? with or without the beard? You're asking a straight man. I'm the wrong guy. I can ask the I can ask the <laughs> GF. No, seriously. She 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 liked you with a little bit of scruff. Uh, but when you uh -huh. went full uh, soy boy because you were uh, dating the communist government agent, uh, she, she was like, yeah. 
But um, did you go to haberdashery or just go to regular old barbershop? I just went to an old barbershop. It was through a client because a lot of them aren't even open right now. Right. Um, But these guys are open one day a week. And I just went in there and I'm like, hey, you know, fix my hair. And the guy offered to shave my face. And I'm like, I'm not going to say no to that. Yeah. How cool is it to sit there? You You get the uh, the the hot towel treatment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. These guys are freaking awesome. Yeah. So how are you sick? I, I think I caught off a, a, a you know a little bug from the kids. Um, but I don't think it's the the Wuhan flu. Uh, uh-huh. I just woke up, I had that coppery taste and you had that snot in your nose. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like in the back of the throat. Yeah. Yeah. And then it wasn't that's not Wuhan flu. So uh, but I feel okay otherwise. I mean it just feels like a regular sickness. And maybe maybe it'll go away. I don't know. I've had those things where like you're you're down for one day and then you're back up. So yeah. And all the super chats help. That's, I won't lie. It's just kind of like, hey, dang. Have you been running outside during this whole thing? It's been cold as shit. Um, no. We had a, a squall, a literal squall, uh, where I was looking out the window here. And all of a sudden, I heard noise. I look out, and it was like a blizzard. There was snow coming in sideways. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just a small one. It's just a little cell that went through. Uh, Dumped a ton of snow on us, and then by the time I left, it had more or less melted off the streets. But um, it's it's not been above forty five here for the past couple of days, and so I've been, I've been you know I've been walking around the the apartment complex just to get my steps in. Mm. Um, though there is a hot blonde that does stairs. Yeah. Oh shit! It'd be like, hey, you want a break? You look tired. <laughs> You need a different type of exercise, but yeah, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you need a workout, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's going on? What's going on in the world of Elkins? I, you know what, I was um, so this week I've been getting a lot of requests for taxes, and I was getting kind of pissed because I wanted a break. I'm like, like the deadline is uh, July fifteenth, and normally this would be my hell week, mm-hmm. but I mean. You, you might feel this way with the Super Chats. At least we're able to, like, make money, you know, over the Internet. A lot of people are screwed right now. So I'm trying am, to be grateful about it. You you Yeah, you absolutely should be because I am so – you don't think about it because it, it's like it's like when you get sick. You don't appreciate health until you're sick. And you're like, yeah. oh, I wish – but then when you get back to normal, you're like, oh, this is just normal. You take it for granted. And um, I just realized, like, how fortunate I am and how fortunate you are that uh the money's coming in everything's fine book sales yeah. are down a little bit they're actually down significantly so i think really people, i wouldn't yeah, have expected well, you don't need books do you uh if people are just going to be sitting around at home i would think books would go up and say i i that was my logic too i i thought it would actually you know just at least be neutral but i think it it's taken a little bit of hit so no one's really buying the books <clears throat> but um yeah the the internet and the and the donations i, I very much appreciate it um the truth be told most of the money just goes to like you know food and yeah. regular staples and all that um mm-hmm. i don't have and there's and even if you wanted to there's nothing to spend your money on right so yeah yeah i mean you got your I, i'm kind of impressed you even found a barber that's open but i mean my hard yeah my luxuries are i can't even go so you guys have total wine in chicago that doesn't ring a bell. We probably like, do have it. I just. It's like the Walmart of wine. So you walk in, it's this huge. <laughs> no, really it is. And they have entire aisles for 
you know, this is Italian wine. This is Greek wine. This is that wine. Um, but they uh, have cigars. And that's the only place that has cigars now because all the cigar places are closed down because they're not essential. So I've been going to uh, uh, Total Wine and I get cigars. And um, so, so far, the, do they do they deliver or you just have to go there? No, you walk in. Thankfully, it's a place yeah. you can walk in and there may, may or may not be a line, but you walk in and the checkout girls are pretty cute. So there's a bonus there so far. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've been getting my cigars there. But yeah, that's... That's the only luxury there really has been. You know, I'll, I'll go maybe get Jimmy John's nice, or something. But, yeah, there's no sit-down. There's no scotch and steak and lobster. Um, but that's fine. You know, it, it's cool. It's just uh, – uh, no, but I am, I'm thankful because a lot of people – dude, I can't imagine every – about half the people listening right now, they're not making rent because they can't. And, and right. you know, they, are they, they're getting their, their payments or whatever. Yeah, no, I'm very thankful we got this going on. So I'm waiting to see if those government stimuluses and the programs like the PPP and the EDIL, no one's gotten any of that yet. So Well, it just I, came out. They just farted it out of their ass last week. It's going to take a bit, don't you think? Well, what what they were touting, I knew this was bullshit. Oh, can we curse? Well, um, No, you can't curse. Like, <laughs> yes. Well, I, I haven't heard you earlier. All right. Um I so they were saying it was supposed to be directly deposited into your bank account within three days, and most of us applied like a week and a half or two weeks ago. So that's the government. I looked into it, and because I don't want to bother you, you know, your time is very precious and valuable. So I looked into it. I looked at all the requirements, and this, I'm like, yeah, it's not worth the whatever ten thousand dollar free. I'm like, no, it's not worth my headache. No, I would, I would have helped. I would have helped you out with that. I mean, it's not super difficult you just have to get some records and upload it for them so well, what do i still qualify for it you think or sure what? because right. you know this is not confidential or anything you are paying yourself a salary right right i am yeah you are eligible for the ppp and the edil so okay well i looked i looked into it i'm like my god that well maybe we talk later you, yeah, you let me later. know what you think but it, my judgment based on what i read i was like this isn't worth it but if you if you differ oh, maybe you know something i, I, don't. I definitely think you ought to do it all right we'll mm-hmm. talk later after yeah that. so uh you want to do some super chats because they're coming in like cats and dogs yeah, my scroll might go all the way back because i just got in but let me see where i got paul, paul west, west. Yeah. maybe i've got Look, he um, looks he exactly like me. He's got the beard and the long hair going on. Oh, I found it. Okay. Yep. Paul West for $4.99. I found out my now ex-girlfriend of two years was actually in a long-term relationship for six years. And when I called her out, she broke up with me. A-I-T-A. I tell the six-year boyfriend. I think he's wondering if he should tell the boyfriend that she was dating about him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck shit up, yeah. But he, here's the problem. I mean, dude, like, huh. I'm just gonna say, like, not like be help a fellow dude out if he's got a you know low quality woman that he's tied to. What I was trying to figure out is what would sustain more, what would cause her more damage over the long run. Um, because yeah. I was focusing on getting vengeance on her, but you bring up the point. That's what brought me to it. It's like, yeah, you gotta tell the guy. You you gotta tell the guy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's not his so. fault. No, it's not his fault. He probably didn't even know. Uh Kevin, our buddy Kevin for a dollar ninety nine. 
I asked. I want to get in, but I don't know if he'll see my uh, chat. So thanks, Kevin. How's your internet <laughs> access there? You uh, is everyone uh, watching uh, a show or something? Because you're kind of coming, you're cutting in and out. Ah, uh, shoot! I've got it plugged in. I think it's just because everybody's on the internet right now. You know, in the building and everywhere else. And, and you're on a bit of this is funny. You're on a bit of a like a one second delay. When I'm looking at I you, am? you say something. Yeah, this is on my end, not not on YouTube. So well, I don't know what's I'll, up with that. Maybe I, I could turn off that. All right. So uh, <clears throat> for two dollars, when will Dana White go down in history? Who's Dana White? Isn't he the uh, UFC guy, or am I thinking of someone else? Um, I don't know. He already is going to go down in history. I mean, he's the guy who's started this thing and is multi-million. Yeah. So I think he, he's already got a Wikipedia entry. He's he's he's, he's already f- kind of a legend. Yeah, he he's in history. He's made his mark. <clears throat> Kevin, our good buddy Kevin, for five bucks. Hey Chad, should we raise taxes on the rich to cut them on the on the rich to cut them on the middle class? I think he we, means or cut we were them talking about them. this earlier. Right. Yeah, uh, people in the chat were asking about what do the rich pay and is the middle class getting screwed. Here's the problem is that if you keep raising taxes on the rich, you know they're just going to take their jobs and go someplace else. You can't raise it too high. It's not even it's not even jobs. They may just cut back on spending or investing oh, or anything yeah. else like that. Um it, here Kevin, if you want to be intellectually honest, there was a the IRS has come out with a not so regular, I think it's once every 6 years they'll come out and they say, "Here's what the top one percent pays in taxes. Here's what the top five percent about it. They break it down by uh, <clears throat> income tranche. And the, if I remember correctly, the top, you know, you all hate the one percent. Okay, you're all the ninety. The one percent pay something like fucking thirty percent of the taxes uh, it's, fe- it's on a, a federal level. Yeah, it's it's heavily skewed. Um, you you dumbass motherfuckers should be very thankful. There's Bill Gates. You dumbass motherfuckers should be thankful for the Bezoses or just the people who make a quarter million dollars a year and have some hustle. Because I think uh, if if the top half of, of taxpayers pay like 98% of the taxes and you bottom That's half fuckers don't pay shit. So shut the fuck up. I mean, I'm sick and tired of this. Who's the bill? Well, did you even study it? When people say you're not paying your fair share, do you even know what people pay in the first place? You don't? Shut the fuck up. And it's 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 a you know I'm not I'm not all yeah raw rich people in Wyzetta, obviously not but they pay don't worry they fucking pay they do pay I mean I have a few very high net worth uh, clients and they definitely pay like the way you get around it or, or the way to think about this is that almost every rich person I know has some kind of business and that's when you really get to take advantage of write offs and deductions so that's how they lower. But but only to a certain extent. You still gotta pay. I mean, you can only write off so much. Oh yeah, much. you're still paying. Yeah, you're, yeah, still, you're paying. still paying. Yeah. I mean, it it's 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 not a joke, guys. I mean, look, you're the most educated generation ever, and uh, I don't know about you, Chad, but we didn't have the internet when I was in college, so you had you to know. go to the library. Now you can look this shit up in a nanosecond from your fucking phone. So before you have one of these yeah. late night dormitory, dude, man, like we know everything because we're 19 years old. If we just had more of other people's money, fuck you. Look the shit up. 
So he was paying what? Yeah. Here's another one. Well, I guess one last thing. Like the, the thing with the very rich is that they're not simple W-2 filers. They always have. We lost them. That what they pay. Um, Kevin, Kevin McComber for $1.99. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, why? I think you mean to ask who benefits most from Trump's tax plan. If you're talking about the tax reform that took place um, a couple of years ago, uh, obviously corporations, because their uh, taxable rate went down from 35 to 21%, but That's small huge. businesses, it's, yeah, so they got most of it. But there's, there's something, both you and I benefited some because we have businesses and they implemented the QBI, oh, yeah, the extra yeah, 20%. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we got some crumbs from that cake. So I'm not going to sit here and say it only benefited the rich. Like we got some stuff. Let me ask you this. Did it hurt the poor? Uh, no, because it doubled the child tax credit. Well, and, but, but um, let's say President Clary Dickhead comes into the presidency and I say, <laughs> I give a 50% tax cut. I lower all the top 1% of people, you know, the, the super uber rich. I cut the taxes in half. I say, I'm giving them a half, half tax cut. Would poor people still complain? Oh, sure. poor people are going to complain no matter what. I didn't hurt you. They want the rich. It yeah. It doesn't yeah. hurt you. You're not worse off. Shut the fuck up, Kevin. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, that's one of the things you know, last tax season, not this one, but last one was really painful because I had to explain to people, you know, what they did get and what they didn't get because it did change. Mm. But most definitely the corporations benefited. Yeah. Well, oh, oh my God, horrors of horrors. We might have more investment in the country. This gal, she keeps harassing us. You you answer her question because she's, she's addressing you. Alex for $2.99. Chad, you could have been Sweeney Todd at the barber. Do you know what that is? I think is? means slight throat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, really enjoyed going to that bar. Like old school, old dudes. You know, you could tell they smoke cigars in there. And they're just, mm. you know. Chad, here's what I want you to do. Log out and log back in, okay? Because you're you're really coming oh. in and out uh, half the time, all right? All right. All right. I'll be right back. All right. Let me go back up and bang out the rest of these here. Chad wants in. We got that one. We got patron we got kevin's we got alex and then clary saved my ass for two dollars and 79 canadian dollars. i don't i don't see the super sticker that's the problem i don't see the super sticker thank you very much though for two dollars and 79 cents princess unicorn for five bucks and 51 no debt house suv two vehicles paid off have paid off rental apartments make 150 a year with 150000 saved up. Is it safe to buy a $50,000 RV now? Yeah, it's safe. But do you want that pain assery? I mean, an RV is a royal pain in the ass. It drives slow. You got to get insured. You got to have it clean to maintain. I, you, could, you could go get an RV if you want. But honestly, that you, you're just buying problems. Just take the money and go get yourself uh, a hotel. Uh, for the rest of your days. You're 51. What, you got 25 years left over? Let's do some quick math. <clears throat> 50,000. Uh, yeah, you're on. I'm good. Can you, is it bad or is it working so far? No, it's fine. So far it's working. Okay. I'm trying to do the math for this guy. $3,000. So 365. Yeah, look, man, you could, 
you could probably get a hotel uh if you travel half the time you could get a hotel every night for 180 days out of the year instead of you having that bleep an rv it'll just be easier that way um ray john's back ray john's John's back Oh, Ray John, uh, for $5 Canadian, Canadians are getting two grand a month for four months. Um, so all they're doing with us is supposedly giving that $1,200 stimulus per person here. Mm-hmm. That sounds like Canada is getting more of a UBI type thing, at least temporarily. Well, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> Let me know what it's like playing America on easy mode and why you have, what is Canadian GDP? Just trying to look up the standards of living. <clears throat> Forty-five. Okay, so you're still a fifth us. Yeah. Oh, you're not. You're, it's worse. You're only like two thirds us. I bet or their fourth, government. Yeah. Government it, has to make up a big proportion of that. Yeah, but I, I'm just pointing out: the more you pay parasites of people who don't work, and the more you have the government take care. Overall, over time. Your standards of, like, hey, North Korea takes care of everything, right, Chad? Look at their standards of living. <laughs> yeah. You guys are, you know, believe the lie. Believe the lie. Kevin again. Uh, Kevin again. Uh, the middle class pays a higher percentage of their income in taxes than billionaires. I mean, if you're going by percentages, that's true. But you also have to look at the amount, you know, just the raw numbers. I disagree with paying- him on this. It, it's It's not true. It's wrong. Go look yeah. at the IRS data. Um, yeah. You you could say in in the sense of someone like Warren Buffett, which is not the majority of the cases where he pays a capital gains tax. Like he doesn't yeah. pay himself a salary. He faces capital gains. That's true. But uh, Kevin, yeah, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, Troy for five bucks. This is your fault, Clary. Being an electrician, I have a job and I can pay my rent, damn it. Why did you give me such good advice? I could be making coffee. Yeah, you're such a jerk. I am. I'm just a horrible, I'm a horrible, horrible man. Uh, <laughs> Ray, Ray John, John again. Uh, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates advocated for higher taxes on the rich. Is that true? Yeah, they um, do. Yeah, they've, they've, they're, they're, uh, they advocate that. And I, I'm kind of like, well, at any point in time, you can, and they do in some, in, a, in an intellectually honest sense, they do because they'll set up foundations and they know they're not going to outlive yeah. their money. So they are leaving it. But it's like, well, wait a minute. Why don't you just leave it to the federal government? Like if you're so far higher taxes, why are you leaving it to your foundation? Why are you leave mm-hmm. it to the government? It's like, well, they deep down inside know that a, a private entity, even though nonprofit, would do better than the government. But it's like, oh, richer taxes, higher taxes for you guys. But not necessarily for us. It's like, well, fucking every fucking Democrat, rich Democrat, like, oh, we need higher taxes. Well, ain't stopping you writing a check to the U.S. Department of Treasury. Like, go fucking write it. And they never do. They never do. Dude, on a micro level, like my clients, I've, I know I've told you this, but the really high net worth lefties, they, they never want to pay taxes. No, not no. ever. My favorite is when a leftist makes some independent income money, like 1099 money, and they don't know about estimated taxes. Oh, like, yeah. Super- Gotta do something. Oh, my fucking God. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa. I thought you wanted to help out all the Somalis in America. I thought you wanted to help out all the single mothers. What What are you complaining about now? Well, yeah, yeah, it, it, they're just hypocrites. They're just fucking hypocrites. 
a lot of my starving artist lefties who finally get some 1099 income yeah. are just outraged. I was just so pissed that they have to deal with self-employment taxes. That's not fair. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. Um, looks like Dre for $1.99. Aaron Clary, life coach, influencer, and misogynist. Yeah. I don't think you hate women. I don't hate women. I, I Name one person who's tried to get women to major in STEM, save their money, and be happy in life by staying thin and fit and trim to find themselves love in life. Name one person more than me. Uh, I'll have to think about that. Nobody. Like nothing comes to mind. <laughs> Nobody. I, I, I don't. The, the fact that... The laughable joke that providing advice to whatever disadvantaged group, be it minorities or women or whatever, when you say, don't major in stupid shit, stop having kids you can't afford, like actual loving, caring advice that would help them out, that's deemed an ist or an ism. Well, the society can go fuck itself. John Steele's in the chat. What's up, dude? Oh, good. What's up with John? So let's go with... Uh... I think Josh might be next. Oh, we got I'm I'm lost here. Uh, Canadians two grand a month, nonstop Trey. There he is, Josh. Yeah, Josh for two bucks. Uh, Chad, if your audio goes out again, turn the cam off. You're you're hearing me, okay? Yeah, right? you're fine now. Okay. I think we just had a bad connection the first time. Okay, and we're caught up. No, there's a couple more that just. Oh wait! Oh damn it! There. It came in. Uh, you see it? <laughs> I'm complaining. Hang on. Journey trials and joy. Yeah, okay. uh, four ninety nine. If I save forty five thousand dollars for two years, should I use that money to pay off my current in full bachelor's in computer science? That's a good question. You know, pay yes. off that or yes, yeah, yeah. I would. You never have to deal with it again. I, a lot of people think it's a financial question, and certainly it is a financial question of paying off debt. But you know what? The psychological benefits of having no debt and knowing no fantastic. It, it that is worth so much, guys. It's so, such a relief because my life is already a pain in the ass to begin with, as it is on its own. I can't imagine what it would be like back in the day when you know I had student loans. Well, I didn't have student loans because I paid it off. It's a foreign concept. I'll explain to you guys later. But uh, my mortgage, like having that lording over me the entire time, that fucking sucked. And then to be like truly free. You won't be a true American until you don't have any debt. That's another uh, requirement of true Americans. I started my business six years ago, and I only did that because um, a month or two before that, I was able to pay off all of my uh, student loans from grad school. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I would have delayed it. So it's a weight off your shoulders when mm -hmm. you do that. Um, Ray John. I support Medicare for all living wage. Oh. So you like UBI. Yeah, Basically. he supports parasitism. He supports living off of everybody. Well, he is Canadian. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and, and enjoy your, your second-rate lifestyle in Canada. Enjoy, and you know what? You know, uh, it's not to pull this card, but it's a very important card. Do you know why Canada even has $45,000 a year per standard in income, but should be more like 30, 36 over the years? Um, I, is it related to their currency or inflation no. or is it just, no, it's no? Re related to their budget. Oh yeah. Their budget. Yeah. yeah. What about their budget? What's missing from their budget? Well, shit. They don't have a lot of national defense. Um, There's no least, defense. Yeah. Compared to us, at least. They yeah. All that. you Europeans and Canadians go fuck yourselves without a, now Russia's gone away. I'm I'm a big proponent of cutting back our military spending because I'm like, well, what the fuck? You know, there's no major threat right now. 
Yeah. Uh, but, you know, all you assholes, like, oh, yeah. They, and this is not to besmirch Ryan Stone or people of the Canadian military who would be in a horrifically dangerous position because they get wiped out until we came in there. Uh, no, go fuck yourselves. Don't <laughs> tell me you're this socialist country and socialism works when it's like, oh, yeah, the United States and NATO would be covering your asses. You know, knock off 5% per year, amortize exponentially for the past 40 years. 5% GDP? Let me know what your GDP would be then. That's been a big thing for Trump's talking points. So I hope he's implementing that, you know, pay your own well, freaking offense. Speaking to the population is pointless now. You just you just tell them what they want to hear. I, I, I don't expect people to even know what GDP is. <laughs> uh, looks like Kevin's next for $1.99. Good point, John Steele. Let me see what. And then John, John said he paid fifty percent of his income in taxes. And John ain't the, no fucking billionaire. He says middle class. Uh, further up, he says middle class pay a much higher percentage of their income in taxes, like property tax, sales tax, income tax, than the rich. If you go by pure percentages, that's um, probably true, but it's the real numbers. I think that I, I'd have to look it up. I yeah. have to look that one up and see like what percentage of that. But and <clears throat> keep in mind when you own a corporation or you're Warren Buffett, you're paying capital gains or you're paying corporate income taxes. You yeah. yourself as an individual may not. I mean, you got to see where is your majority of your income coming? Is it from a corporation you own or what you own? And do you take a distribution from that corporation or right. does your you know? I mean, there's there's ways to lower it, but in the end, I mean. God almighty, uh, what was corporations at 40% tax rate, right? Well, they were at 35 and now they're down to 21 because of tax. Right. I'm throwing in state and federal and then you throw oh, in oh, yeah. tax. Like half your yeah. fucking money went to the goddamn government. Um, it, here's something real quick. You know that um, social security for payroll tax, social security is capped around $120,000. Right. And then uh, after that, you don't pay it anymore. Yep. Yeah. So some people are thinking that shouldn't happen, but. Whatever. Well, Social Security shouldn't happen. Old people should yeah. fucking save their goddamn money. But, yo, what the fuck do I know, you know? <laughs> uh, journey Trials and Joy for four ninety nine. Living at home with my parents, it's okay, but what if I save forty five to 60 k to pay off my student debt? What about my life for the future? When can I start living? Didn't we already answer this? Kind of. I thought. Yeah. But, yeah, he's asking now about living at home. Like, yeah, I'd live at home if you could pay off the Save money. Home. Yeah. Like what? You got to find some great drop dead, gorgeous girl who's thin and shows up on time and has a dick. What? You're not missing. All these guys are like, oh, I can't date girls because I, I might be missing out because I'm living at home. Like you're not you're not missing out on, <laughs> on anything. You're not. You're, you're Especially fine. right now. Yeah, you know, you're no not. One can... yeah. Oh, Ray John, Ray John, Ray John. Uh, five bucks. Aaron, you dunce. USA spends more on healthcare than any other country and falls below in quality. Not He's on, a, not on a public level, on on a on a overall yeah. Yeah, uh, both federal or uh, state and private. Yeah. yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's right about this, but not not on a national level. We don't spend more uh, than any. Yeah, other. our government. No, doesn't. our government is like I think if I remember, it's like six to seven percent GDP, and overall mm. we're fourteen or fifteen percent GDP. Uh, mm -hmm. And I've, yeah. I've agreed with Ray John on this one point that, look, if we're going to if we're going to have nationalized health care, let's have nationalized health care. Let's not do this both shit or this hybrid system because it would be cheaper. God, that Ob Obamacare thing really fucks some well, shit I, up. I don't. 
who cares? Oh. Uh, now yeah. that Trump's going to spend eighteen trillion dollars, I don't care about anything anymore. So, fuck <laughs> it. um, MXWS five dollars Canadian. A lot of Canadians are brainwashed to the core. Socialism is best, bro. It wasn't like that seventeen years ago, but I I still take Canada over the cartels south. Cartels yeah, south. If, if you had to go to Mexico or Canada, I take Canada over Mexico too. But I here's the thing. There's so much work ethic and hustle within those cartels. It's almost like the mafia in Italy where it become a quasi-government. You want the cartels to be in charge of the government. Like if the cartels mm-hmm. of Mexico could go straight, Mexico, think about Mexico. <clears throat> beautiful beach, beautiful, wonderful land. They got natural resources. They can grow shit. It's a wonderful climate. There's so much fucking potential. Um, if they just got rid of the cartels, the cartels like, all right, fine, we'll go straight. And the cartels would make billions and half their guys wouldn't die in shootouts every year. But that's it, just me, a dumbass economist. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's better to not get shot and live in socialism than to get shot and live in a quasi-capitalist country. Uh, My uh, sister got married in Cabo San Lucas, and man, that was one of the best trips I've ever taken. Just beaches were immaculate, beautiful. One of the most beautiful beach was Puerto Penasco, which is in the armpit of Mexico, the Sea of Cortez. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I I was just amazed. I I drove my motorcycle down there, and God, I had a hell of a lot of time getting into Mexico, but an easy time getting back. (laughs) They're like, well, you don't have your. Your, your registration. I'm like, nobody carries the registration. What do you mean registration? I even bought your Mexican damn insurance so I could come to this place. <laughs> uh, let's see. Is Josh next? Yeah. Josh is next. Five, $5. Chad, I'll be an enrolled agent for this upcoming tax year. Where should I work to get experience? I have two years in accounting experience, non-tax. Here's what you ought to do. See, I got lucky because you know this. I had my old man who, who was a tax preparer, also right. CPA. So he, I learned from him. We worked together. But what I think you ought to do, Josh, as much as I despise H&R Block, um, they do have a pretty good training program. It's like eight weeks or something. So my advice is go ahead and do that. Go ahead and work for them because they like hiring enrolled agents. And next tax season, you're going to get some major experience with it. And then you can debate going out on your own if you get a client base or uh, start doing work on the side. So if you're an EA, I, I highly recommend you take that route. Cool. Uh, I got to go to the bathroom again. I can <sighs> sing. Sing the girl from Impanima because it wouldn't be a podcast like that without you. All right. Okay. All right. I only know the first verse. Um. <clears throat> Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking in when she passes, when she passes, it's ah. When she walks, she's like a samba. That's where I, oh, you want happy birthday, Juan? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Juan Cabrera. Happy birthday to you. Juan, stay away from the crazy women because I think that's something you've dealt with. Um, yeah, Josh, I, like, there's no better way to really get your feet on the ground with experience than working for a company 
like H&R. Because obviously I don't like them that much because they overcharge people and they're not as good. But it is a, a very good way to get experience. And you're going to like the training program from what I hear. Um, you guys ask me quick questions. I, I don't want to sing. I'm not that great at it. Um, yeah, thank you, Jules Verne. I think it's quality streaming. <laughs> I've only been awake for two hours. Ooh, Mac the Knife. That's a good one. Next time. You do do, uh, what's it called? Karaoke, right? Yeah, it's always fun. I got to see you when you do that. I got to, because where do you go in Chicago to do that? There are places and venues? There's about a 15-minute walk from where I live. It's a place called Carol's. And every wow. Wednesday is, is karaoke night. It's so fun. I just walk there. I get hammered, sing in front of people I don't know, and then I just walk home. You know what? <clears throat> I know you don't like Chicago, and maybe your your long-term goals aim you uh, elsewhere. You are going to look back at this in the nursing home, and like those were the funnest times of my life where I have a little <laughs> bachelor pad apartment that I moved out of and then lived with Cuddle Wilkins for a short 15 minutes Ooh. and then moved back in. And you were singing at Carol's, and you ate at the Golden, the Golden spike, Nugget, right the across Golden the Golden Nugget, and you went to O'Shaughnessy's, and then yeah. you, I have a feeling you're going to miss it, and you're going to be like, "Damn, those were good times." Well, I mean, I missed it for the year. I left this neighborhood and moved in with Cuddlebum, so I was like very yeah. relieved to come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's nothing. Have you ever thought like maybe you just go travel and like you keep because you don't have that much in expenses. What if you were to just like leave your apartment for six months and go live somewhere else and you know, you know experience that? I, this is one of the positives of what's going on right now with the Corona Chan. A number of my clients who were resistant to handle everything electronically, they had no choice but to do it. And now they're seeing it's really not that bad. You know, I just mm-hmm. uploaded for them. So this is going to be great. I think I'm moving very close to being 100% digital. And if that happens, I can ditch the office and then just travel wherever the hell I want to. Well, right. But what I'm also talking about is more for a cultural perspective, because it's like you don't realize what you have until it's gone. Yeah. And, you know, you take O'Shaughnessy's for granted. Maybe you don't, but you got you and you got a great group of friends there, dude. I just oh, talked to guys, yeah. I talked to our uh, our East Indian buddy who's a dentist. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Talking? We talked yeah, we hung out we two shot days ago. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. said he said like the peak of his day was hanging out with you for lunch. I'm like, wow, it's that bad, huh? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got pizza. Go yeah, <laughs> but look, you could even go crash. You don't even have to be with your parents because I know you don't like visiting your parents. That's why you sent me to do your visit. <laughs> but you could go to their house over in Portland, say hi to a little that, yes. nephew, yes. hang out there for some. Now's the perfect time for that. I uh, FaceTimed with him yesterday. We were talking mm-hmm. about that that subject. How if I wanted to, I could go there by myself and you know have right. have the place. Dude, nothing's better than picking those little kids up and hanging them upside down and swinging them <laughs> around. There's oh god, they love it. They fucking I'm, love it. Yeah, I'm so glad I have a nephew. It's oh awesome. man, they're great. Yeah, I'm, I, to everybody out there, if you can get a niece or a nephew, I strongly recommend it. Um, a problem is I don't have any nephews. Like all the. The boys that are being born, um, oh, you're still there. All right. Uh, the boys being born, like the parents don't raise them right, so they're just fucking hellions. And they're the type that if you were to spank them or put them in their place, the parents would freak the fuck out. 
Yeah. So all I got is like these little girls, which don't get me wrong. I don't mind little girls, but it, it's kind of like, ah, a little boy. Like I got one kid. You know how you, you know how you can be God chat. Next time you see yours, let me give you a little uncling advice. Cause I'm a little bit down mm-hmm. the road. Man. All you have to do is this. That will occupy them for days because they don't know pressure. They don't know how it's working, but they're fascinated with it. I got a little boy who just sticks his hand like that, and uh, he he thinks it's the greatest thing ever. But him and I have a rapport now. so I just think it's cool. My mom was telling me when they were visiting, the, the kid's you know, two years and three months old, and, she, and the, he was going – Where's Unky Shad? I was like, oh, that's so cool. That Shad. Unky Shad. He can't say Chad. So he's like, where's Unky Shad? Unky Shad. I get Uncle Aaron. Still Uncle Aaron. Uncle Aaron. And, oh, it's great. I walk in. Well, you ring the doorbell, and there's a big bay window to the right, and the kids are usually playing there. So I'll ring the doorbell, and you'll see their faces smudged up against the glass, and they're banging. Yeah. But they won't answer the fucking door. They won't unlock the door and, and open it up for me to get in. They'll bang on the door and wave hi. It's like, get the door. Get the door. <laughs> but they don't. Uh, so Troy Kostolecki for two dollars is clear. Tell me about Alberto's in St. George, Utah. Um, I'm going to double check Saint this. St. George, Utah. Yeah. Have you ever been to St. George, Utah? No. Is that in southern Utah? Where is that? It is in the farthest southwest corner of utah you can get alvaro oh, wow. st george i am so looking that? this up arizona nevada yeah no i'm just i just want to make sure that it wasn't alberto's it's not alberto's alberto's is a mexican chain in albuquerque i think phoenix oh it's Maybe. in albuquerque yeah yeah. I'll check it out. That is, you are thinking of Alvaro's that is over in St. George, Utah, which I have said before, and I will stand by it, is by far the best Mexican restaurant in the world. Um, and that is where, if you're going through St. George, Utah, you're probably on your way to Zion National Park, or you are coming in from the north and on your way to Las Vegas. It is a must. It's not strongly recommended. It is a must that you stop at Alvaro's, not Alberto's, Alvaro's over Alvaro's. in St. George, Utah. Yeah, Alvaro's. And that is the and it's 24-7, I believe, because I've stopped there very late at night and the cops and the paramedics were there. Um, so that cool. is a yeah. So I and I can't tell you enough great things about it's not fancy. I mean it's it's nothing, you know, it's not Gloth or a gloth, a glove service. Uh, it's just damn good Mexican food. Um, and if you're into soccer, they have the soccer game going on. Goal! Sabado, sabado, sabado! And like, goal! Holy shit. How many more? I know I'm complaining about getting donations, but I had other topics I wanted to talk about. But I got to stay on this, otherwise we're not gonna. I feel bad when. Okay, there's there's Troy. I think Dre might be next. Are you busy? Do you have any busy stuff going on or no? Nonstop Dre for uh, dollar nine nine. I mean, I I still have work to do, but it's like you know, the deadline is now July fifteenth, so it doesn't matter if I do it today or next week. There's no well, pressing matters. Is it not your clients that are delaying or postponing? It's, it's or? them. 
I okay. actually, I maybe we don't have to do it now. I wanted your advice on something regarding that, but I'll, fine. Know. Ask me now. Why not? I told the girlfriend How- not to come home for lunch because now it's like, oh, they don't want me at work. Let me come home. I'm like, stay the fuck at work. Don't <laughs> come home. You're an essential worker. Um, oh, God. Don't even start me on this. Like, I can see why people are getting divorced. I can totally see it. I well, just real quick, because I know you got a lot of super chats. My, I'd say my biggest pain point, and these are clients that have been with me for a while, is they'll upload their documents and they always forget one or two. So I have to go back and get it from them. I want to punish them for that somehow. I want to create incentives not to do that because it causes so much more work. And they should know better. Can you get a checklist and say, you must have all these things. Yes. And you sub- and, okay. So you give them a checklist. Say, yeah, I, mean, I send it to them. Uh, Chad, a lot of this is just, you have the conversation up front. Like, look, uh, now I fucked up, right? Did I not fuck up this tax season? Yeah, but not a big deal. I mean, will I pay the price? Uh, I mean, no, you don't have to pay me, but I mean, yeah, you'll. No, you'll- I, I, I'm going to pay because I fucked up. But I know that if you were to come up with a checklist, like here are the things I need. If you don't submit this to me, there's a $50 surcharge. So I I know I I pride myself on giving you all the data and information. And everything was pretty good, right? This this past time. Yeah, you were great. I forgot one thing. And I was like, oh, fuck. And and, and I feel shame. I went to the uh, penalty box of shame. (laughs) <laughs> and and I and and I'm willing to pay the price. So if you go and you say, "Hey, here's the checklist," before we even before you even cut me a check, you better have all of this. Do not send this to me until you have gone through this checklist. Like little simple upfront uh, managerial stuff like that might save so, you a lot of pain in the back end. Dude, I already have that checklist. And really? It. Yeah, and I, I don't oh. think I ever sent it to you. But so what I'm trying to do, I want to basically get it through to them that if they're not being thorough with this and they're doing it piecemeal and they're missing documents, there has to be some kind of penalty for that because that is the biggest pain point of mine is having to go back and be like, well, you're missing this. What, okay, let's talk about pricing then. How do you structure your pricing? Is it kind of like this X amount for doing your personal it's- taxes? It's, it's a combination of by the forms that are required for completion. And if people are giving me shoebox full of receipts or just bullshit, oh, yeah, yeah. then I charge, I, then I upcharge that hourly. I'm just saying people who just can't seem to get their fucking paperwork in all at once, which is like 75% of my clients cannot do this without me playing babysitter. I need to find a way to make that punitive because it's been really bad this year. You're going to, you're going to have to have a conversation with them. Like I need this, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm a, I'm spoiled in some regard because asshole consulting is pretty simple. It's like, yeah. I, I, and I got the script in, but because of the nature of taxes with all the forms. Yeah. Like, I think you need to just like have a come to Jesus meeting with each and every one of them. Like, look, Here's how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, da, 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 this is the cheapest rate I could get you if you work with me. If you deliver this, now I got to charge you extra. You just got to be a dick, but that now requires some training, quote unquote, yeah. clients. Yeah. So, and, and the ones that, like the business ones, that doesn't bother me as much. Like what you did is honestly not that big of a deal. 
I'm talking about the regular W-2 folks that have a few investments and they can't seem to get it to me all at once. They always forget something. Oh, I forgot the 1098 that. or something. On my yeah, mortgage. it's like, yeah. oh, I forgot to give you my mortgage interest or I have to go back and ask them for it. Those, like That is such a pain point for me. Is there a point in time they submit their documents and say, here it is, and you, you say, okay. I mean, you just go through the checklist. Like you call them up. Yeah. Say, and you say, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? And they say, no, 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 I'm, I'm good. That's all. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I do have this. Yes, it's a lot of babysitting. Fuck. I know that's oh, why, fuck. like, it's, it's not so terrible now because, of course, now we have till July 15th. But like I said, if there was a way I could get people to do it right, you know, ones I've, I've they've been my clients for years. They have to know not to forget these things. They have a checklist. I think it's more laziness than stupidity, but that's just what's been really bugging me this year. No, the tax season. Well, I think you should go out to Portland, stay at your parents. <laughs> Dude, you got you got a free place at your parents. Matter of fact, I should go hang out at your, at, at your parents' place. You, me, and Atham, we go hang out at your parents' place for free. I would do it, but you hate Portland. Like you don't I like. Wouldn't, the Pacific I wouldn't. I'm not going to go to Portland. Your parents, you have, they have a place in the suburbs of Portland. I just wouldn't go where to where people shit in the streets. Oh, that's downtown. Yeah, we're not anywhere near. Yeah, we're not uh, going to go there. All right, let's get some more super chats. Yeah, enough of my complaining. Enough of um, whining, bitching, ass complaining. So Dre asks. Um, I, I think Dre's above cynical. Wait, Dre? Hang on. Yeah, oh, sorry, a little there, bit above right, that. All right, there we go. All right. Uh, should all leftists experience commute? Wait, communistism? Communistism? Communism? I was I gonna, just gonna say communism, but I think Dre, yeah. Dre's in college. He's more educated than us plebes who haven't been in college and academia these past several years. Hey, did you uh, know he's six feet two? And um, do you looking? know that he gets like all the white chicks <laughs> and he bangs them all and girls are thrown? Did, did you know that about nonstop? Training? You know, I learned that uh, a long time ago. <laughs> uh. Uh, yes, they should. They should because I'm so sick and tired of these spoiled little. Let's say it. Let's say because that's what they are. And if Google wants to, I want. I'm sick of all these cunts who live off of the backs of their parents or the taxpayer or whatever, who work hard to give them all this shit. And they stand there with their cell phones and their iPhone. They, ah, capitalism sucks. I deserve basic guaranteed income. Ah, communism is great. And they've never actually suffered under that horrific regime. Yeah. They should all experience communism. They all should. And then, then you'd, then you'd realize, but, yeah, I don't know. Do I? What I wish they would do is talk to someone who actually lived through it, whether the former Soviet Union, Venezuela, Cuba. They don't listen. They don't listen <laughs> to those people. They think they know better. They're like, oh, but, 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 we didn't do it right. But, but, but. It's like, and even now, even though uh, China is not a pure communist political economy, you're starting to look like, uh, well, it's a dictatorship. Huh? I mean, DC. Yeah, I mean, is that concerning you at all? And but what it boils down to is these people—they're uh, worthless people. Let's start with very basic stuff. These are worthless people. They don't want to work. They want to have value without having to work. And so, and subscribing to an ideology—nay, I say a religion like communism 
gives them that value and the ability to the virtue signal. I want all children to have free everything. Well, yay for you. It's not practical. Go fuck yourself. It's the exact same conversation we have about women. I want to find a man and be happy. Well, be thin and be hot and don't have student loan debt and major in STEM. (gasps) Do you want practicality or do you want to feel good with lies and bullshit and starve? What do you want? What do you want? Really, it was kind of amusing. Bernie Sanders dropped out a couple of days ago, and man, the the collective you know sadness on social media. Oof. Was it that bad? I haven't paid attention. Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, even Instagram. People are like, "No, so I can't get other people's money. I might have to develop myself into something of value to society to earn money. Oh, I just want to write poetry about how the white man oppresses us as I play my cello. God, you millennials just kill me. Um. Well, it's not that I, Gen Z years too, but all right. Uh, let's go to Cynic, our buddy Cynic. Cynic. Morning, gents. I have Good Friday off. Oh, yeah, it's a good Friday. It is good Friday. I, yeah, I want to have him on the show. Cynic, I know you want to come on the show, but not yet. So I'm, I I really woke up this morning feeling like shit. I'm feeling better now. But I just wanted to like, hey, how are you guys doing? I'm, I'm, you know, and like, oh, hey, I made 20 bucks on Super Chat so I can give myself a sandwich and a, you know, a gallon of milk or whatever. And now it's turned into this. It's, it's ironic how when you don't care and you don't want to, everything happens. Don't you think? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, our buddy, Kevin, Kevin, Amazon pays nothing in federal income taxes. Um, correct. That, yeah, correct. There's other taxes. They do pay, you know, payroll taxes on behalf of their employees. But if you're talking, uh, you know, income taxes, yeah, they, they pretty much carry forward losses. And right. They, they had gonna... all these losses over yeah. the years and they carry them forward. Yeah. They didn't yeah. make any. Kevin, they didn't make any money. Now, going forward into the future, you know, they've they've accrued. I don't know if Kevin understands this because he's a socialist who lives in Canada. To start a company, especially on the grandiose scale of Amazon, sometimes you're going to have to operate under the red for several years to make a go at it. <clears throat> and then when you take these losses and you are allowed to, by tax law, say, oh, okay, so I had these losses. I carry them over into the next year. You can, what's the word, uh, negate or counteract? Net operating loss, yeah. Thank would, you. Um, right. Reduce. One thing they do, like, so they do have profits, but they reinvest those profits into the company. So it's, let me give you a micro example. In my office, you know, in December, when uh, I, I saw what my profits were, I was like, I don't want to pay as much in taxes. So I bought an office fridge. You know, I bought all kinds of things. Right, you need to store that me. beer because that's real yeah. requirement for your CPA ship. You know, you bring a client in, you sit oh, him down yeah. there. Oh, okay, sure. All right there, Mr. Um, Cohn. Okay. But they do reinvest their profits into their company. So that's how they increase the expenses. And then they carry forward the losses. So they end up not paying corporate income tax. But it, almost every company does that. Just so they, they invest in their company. Yeah. So that employs people, right? Like, because someone's got to produce yes. that machinery, the robot that runs around the thing or yeah. the Amazon thing or whatever. All right. I. It's, it's so simple. They're, 
You don't need a Paul Krugman with his fucking wizard hat on or or some fucking doctorate. Do you want to work or not? Do you want to produce or not? Or do you want to be a parasite? That's how simple economics is. And are you going to punish people for making a profit? If you are, wow, surprise, they're going to like shield their money. <laughs> or it's like, and this is where I think a, a sales tax would be brilliant is because it's like, here's what it costs to run the government. This is this one tax. It's 27% of all sales. So now we can discuss it and have an actual, what is the cost of government? We have a price of government. But when you hide it with tax write-offs and, and this and this incentives or that is our subsidies. And then, you know, a confused individual like Kevin's like, uh, but Amazon pays nothing in federal income taxes. Like, yeah, but you, you really need to know the labyrinth of tax law and tax consequences of all this shit. I'm honestly part of the problem because, you know, I know I have these tricks and trades and know. Yeah, that's how you make your money. Right. Yeah. But even you said you'd be okay with just going back to business consulting if you didn't have to do with taxes. Probably be more fun. You know, obviously taxes is a little bit dry, but I mean, it puts people pay. People do. People pay because we force them to. I, I just want to point out how much labor is wasted. Every year, having corporations and individuals like report and re- oh, here's my income. I think, fuck. Hey, <laughs> Walmart. I bought a, a twelve pack of Diet Coke. Well, here's your twelve or twenty seven percent tax on it that goes to the federal government. Now I know how much I'm getting fucked over a quarter of the entire time. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Daryl Schnell for five dollars. Politicians puke out the Medicare for all shtick, but you never hear them talk about government regulations that contribute to higher medical costs. Um, Politicians puke out Medicare for all shtick, but you never hear them talk about So you're right. saying like, okay. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean. He's right. Yeah, yeah he's right. Yeah. Thanks for the five bucks, Daryl. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I don't know what um, else to say. Yeah, it's obvious. Yeah. You're not going to go to single payer healthcare anytime soon. So, uh, Sam Whiskey for nine ninety nine, gentlemen. Oh, fucking Chicago, gentlemen! The mayor of Chicago locks down the city and then goes to a hair salon while everybody is at home. You're talking about Lori Lightfoot, aren't you? That's the mayor is of that, Chicago. Is she a, uh, Indian American? No, no, Indian? she's a. She's a, a black woman, yeah. Uh, she what, uh, uh, with a name like Lightfoot, though. Yeah, that's kind of a weird name. Isn't well, it? no, it's a uh, very that would sound like a very American Indian name. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm asking. So, well, she has been. We are technically locked down here because nothing's open except grocery stores and that. Um, but yeah, there was something where she was spotted out, like getting her hair and nails did. Yeah. Um, well. So yeah. Those, those laws are for you. Kevin, you keep voting for Democrats. Those laws are for you. Uh, let's see who's next. Oh, Ronan uh, Boyle. Five euros. Uh, or is that pounds? Pounds. Your, pounds. pounds, yeah. Pounds. Mr. MBA CPA, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Captain and Chad, what stocks have you bought and sold in the past? And has Chad visited the UK also, Captain, how's your investment going? Enjoy the decline in golf. Uh, well, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh- <laughs> yeah, he, he got his five pounds worth there. Uh, I have only bought into uh, 
a diversified portfolio of in, index, index funds. funds. Yeah, yeah. Index I mean, funds. it's not sexy. It's not. Yeah, you know, I haven't. I haven't bought Caribbean cruises or anything like that. Uh, yeah, so I know I, about you. I do want to say this: a lot of people, or some people, like really profited off the, that. Uh, the the basically the fall, the nosedive mm-hmm. that the uh, stock market took at the beginning of coronavirus thing. One of them, right. you know. And he just made so much freaking money with this thing, all because the market tanked. I because ha- I, right if time. I know him, he's probably yeah. a good guy or gal. I hope I hope they're doing well. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Very much. And he and it was so great. We hung out a couple of days ago. He paid off his mortgage. No like, kidding. That much? Yeah. Oh, so much. And I do his great. taxes, that's so of course great. I see all this. And it, oh. yeah, it was a great story. Oh man, it's good to hear a good guy win every once in a while. That's oh, a good he timed story. it timed it perfectly <laughs> you yeah. have to tell me who it was afterwards so oh my goodness yeah so i, have, I will uh, have and to your point, have you visited the uk yeah but that was when i was in high school and we were, were like going to and from uh africa like during the summers oh, I, huh. in over it's been 22 years 23 years since i've been to the uk okay you, right. you were there weren't you no i've never been to the uk I think I flew over. Oh, yeah, once. you were in like Italy. Yeah. You were in we Italy. We flew to Iceland and then we flew to Switzerland. And I think mm. we flew because I was always poking my head out and watching the map and because you know, you're bored. What else are you going to do? And I think we flew over the United Kingdom. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but then um, it could have been Ireland. I don't know. But then, yeah, we landed in Switzerland and I visited my buddy. So I don't have any real desire to go there. Well, not I now. have no, I have no desire um, to go to the United Kingdom at all. None, none. It, yeah, it was already a tough sell to begin with. Our weather is shitty. Our women are pasty, and you know what really kind of did it for me? It's not that the Muslims have taken over or anything like that. You know what really did it for me? Was it because everybody has very terrible teeth? <laughs> no, it was all the pictures. Now, admittedly, it was in the British tabloids, but enough women like passed out in the streets with their crotches open. I'm like, oh, oh is that, that your culture? Yeah, yeah I'm I like, that. oh, that's your culture? I'm like, yeah, I, I can kind of understand maybe why you fought a revolutionary war against you. I, I just don't care to go to Britain. And Count Dankula was another thing. Like, you put this guy in jail? For speaking yeah. his mind, like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. You're not getting my dollars. Go fuck. Matter of fact, when Germany decides to invade you again, I'm not going to help you. <laughs> Maybe we go invade you right now, clean you up a little bit. But no, I have no desire to go to the United Kingdom. Yeah, the UK is one of the places Roosh got banned from. Yeah, that's another. Um, it's like, uh, whoa, wow, you you guys really fought against tyranny there. You really fought against <laughs> fascism. You can't come here and say what you want. I was like, oh, all right. I, it's so stupid. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. So uh, how how are your investments going? They're going great now. Um, yeah, you put into your 401k or your yeah, SEP IRA. My, my, my you, SEP IRA, yeah. Yeah. Good buying opportunity right and now. And golf, there is no golf. They ban golf here in the Twin Cities, but that's not going to stop me from grabbing my clubs and going and hitting a couple balls at the local park. I mean, it's just. Yeah, that kind of sucks. All right. All right, we got another one. Robert. Uh, Robert, well, we skipped one right above that. Did we? But yeah, did you see oh, DJ Django Geek? Ango- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Django, Django Geek, yeah. Chad, charge clients for each resubmission. Yes, this is something that I, I do subtly sometimes, but I need to make it clear 
I have to have some kind of policy on this without pissing people off that they don't come to me because, man, some people just suck at getting their shit together. But I already ranted about that. So, well, you know, that's Hang enough. <laughs> I'm texting the GF not to come home for lunch at all. <laughs> no, I'm tell serious. Her, tell her you're talking to me. That's why. <laughs> oh, she knows. She, like she, I, she actually tunes into the podcast. Um, really? Like, yeah. Because when I put it up on um, my SoundCloud account, like I convert this to MP3. And I don't know if anyone listens and you want to get the MP3, you can do it on it. But she, she tunes in. So, so she can audit because she's an accountant like you. Audit. I feel like podcasts are kind of going away and everybody's doing these uh, live streams on YouTube. Wait, podcasters are going away, but everyone does a live stream? What are you talking about? No, no, I'm saying like uh, there are so many – streams like this on youtube than there used to be whereas like two or three years ago people were only updating uploading things to soundcloud without right. doing something like well this. well bandwidth so. is a is an amazing thing and you can you can track it you could see how it went through the triple yeah. threat you know at first while well, oh hey you can have a free website because it's static and it's text it's not that much then also oh we could do podcasts and you can host it for free and now you could do video with YouTube or BitChute or DLive or something like that and if you're the slightest bit savvy you know okay if I'm going to record I'm going to record on YouTube so it's already on the traditionally speaking yeah uh, television then I convert it to an MP3 that puts it to radio and then mm-hmm. if I want to write shit you have a blog but that takes some effort but there's a still a uh, loyal and significant percentage of people that like a well thought out piece. Um, so that's why I occasionally do write a, a good thorough piece on my blog. So um, that's how the triple threat works. And someone in the chat says that live streams are podcasts. So yeah, they I, are. I don't know. Well, yeah. see, and, and that's, that's the problem. It look, how much do you want to serve your client? I want to serve my client to the fullest extent. Most people don't want to sit and look at our two Jamoke faces uh, bittering, <laughs> bantering back and forth. They want to listen to their headphones and go out and do it. Because, And I'm, I'm being deadly serious. Uh, my audience is the superior race. Okay, We are the superior 1099s. <laughs> we are the, the essentials. We are the, uh, the people like, what? Stand here and look at a screen? Why do people have to watch us? They want to listen to us. So if you're willing to convert it to an MP3 file, you're going to double your audience. Uh, and if you're willing to write, you're going to get some old fogies or really eccentric and intellectual types who want to read a written word. Um, so I feel I like I think there's a certain sect that likes looking at our faces while we do this. I, I think because yeah. a lot of people don't even show their faces, understandably, like DT, you know, he has to protect his identity. And he's got but a family, I think the right? fact that. Yeah. And I feel like the fact that we are doing this and people can see our faces like adds something to it, you know, with mm. the stream. Yeah, the, so. the, the there's that human, even I can't deny it, because as much as I'd like to just have friends on the internet, I desperately want to hang out with people in the real world. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing. People like to see a face. And, um, you know, even though we're two dumb schmucks, people are like, oh, it's Chad <laughs> and Aaron, yay. Which is perfectly acceptable. You know, it's like, you're human. You like people. I, who, who, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I already told you about this, but uh, because of this whole quarantine shit, what you and I are doing is is what people are trying to do to date. Yeah. They do these yeah. streams, they drink beer, and it's, it's 
pretty interesting. I and that's why I don't like uh it's kind of a tale of two uh siblings or nieces or whatever you want to call it. Um yesterday we went to one group of siblings and we were not allowed, we were only allowed to wave hi through the window. Mm. Uh, because those are the parents. Parents have every right to <clears throat> keep their kids inoculated. Then I go see Lucifer and Geronimo. I'm hugging them and throwing them around. And, you know, uh, turn me upside down. Yeah, okay. We went and visited the the troll. Um, it doesn't even compare. Doesn't compare. I need to hug my little brat. I need to swing him upside down. You know, we need to. We need. You know, the little one kind of jumped up. Like you could tell she's. She wanted to be held. I'm like, all right, come on up. She like hugs. And it's like, all right, hmm. I like you too. It's not the same on the internet. Just isn't, the, it's not the same throwing to win. You need to actually like hug a kid, you know, like, hey, my, hey, my sister, my sister texted me a video yesterday of my um, nephew throwing a tantrum because he's got cabin fever. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, man. Like that shit gets loud and intense fast. Well, do they let him out? Do they let him go run around and play? Or are they the type that like quarantine? No, them? no, they let him. Like, within you know safe areas they they do let them out but i just because they're both home working from home and i just think everybody's kind of feeling like they want to get out yeah so. no i i uh i've i i understand i understand that the, all right now we can go to rob it's 10 bucks we, get, we really have to adhere to this though okay uh robert flores ten dollars excess male population that china needs to use coal and find them women Tribes used to solve this problem by raiding a neighborhood village. Looking at you, Southeast Asia, <laughs> you know, Vietnam and Burma with oil and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it, well, there was Why a balance. Why does China have then? so many more males than females? Are you kidding? They had the one child yeah. policy uh, and then they killed off all the daughters and aborted them. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Yes. Um that's why. Can you imagine trying to date there? It'd be terrible. Almost as bad um, as here. Almost. At least the women are traditional. Almost. Although I wonder about that. Uh, we really ought to have somebody report from China who is Chinese to tell us about that. Because logic or economics or math would tell us that with that surplus of men, women would be even more arrogant and cocky than your average Western woman. But I wonder, because they don't have the brainwashing and indoctrination that we do here i mean i i don't know i'd be very curious because so far the reports are when people go over to asia quote unquote and a lot of them are communist vietnam cambodia laos and obviously china um they still seem traditional cultures so i don't, I don't know i'm kind of i don't remember if i told you this yet like stop me if i did i have this mm -hmm. one boomer client who went through a terrible divorce and he, for whatever reason, I don't understand, he ended up going over to Vietnam, meeting somebody, marrying that person. He, he like, he brought her to the U.S. Huh. She's now back in Vietnam. He is paying for her entire family. Yes. I told you about this. Yes. Um, no, you didn't. But that is so, yes. This is why that Asian, oh, I'm just getting myself an Asian What? No. It doesn't Asian, work. No, it doesn't work. They are always the Philippines, the uh, Vietnamese, uh, whatever, that uh, Eastern Asian. Yes. <clears throat> they will use their daughters to go and extract money from rich white man American. Absolutely. Yes. yes that is. And you, you've got to be on that shit, man. Uh, you there's there that even happens a little bit to the the um although it's more mafia driven 
uh, the Eastern European girls, like the Ukrainian gals or Belarus. Yeah. Um, you know, like, oh, yeah, you come here, they get their green card. They will fucking divorce your ass the day of that green card. Um, this guy, this guy is getting sucked dry because he has to pay yep. so much in alimony to his ex-wife. And now he's supporting like five or six yeah. people in Vietnam. It's crazy. I tried to warn him. I, I, I just, there is no reason to get, you don't get married, guys. You don't get married. Mm -mm. And I keep telling men about the values of a vasectomy, uh, but nobody listens to me. So, uh, you know, I just, just, just take yourself out. Uh, not, not in a suicidal sense. I mean, take yourself out of it where it's like, yeah, I can't have kids unless I want to. And no, we're not getting married. Go fuck yourself. And if you'd like to come over here and we have some fun, fine. I mean, she has her own place. You have your own place. You have a vasectomy. You never get married. That should be the standard for modern Western men today. You do not get married and you do not fall for this money-making scam where gals come to the mail order bride scam. That's just, I mean, yeah. Okay. You could come here. We can have sex, but we're not getting married. I'm not supporting your family. Yeah. This guy's so dumb. Um, where'd we leave off? Vegan socialist. Oh, ve vegan socialist. One ninety nine and pounds. How do I survive the Corona age? Um, be young. Stay at home. I don't know. Hang on. Hang on. I guess someone's knocking on my door. Give me a second here. Okay. All right, guys. Quick. Uh, ask me any question. Any question at all. I won't sing. I promise. Someone says, mind your business, Chad. I mean, yeah, it's 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 not it's no skin off my back if this guy's getting taken advantage of. But God, this is just one of the worst things I've ever seen. Sucked dry. Uh, Chicago is OK. Downtown is kind of a ghost town. There's the only time I see people out seems to be when they're walking their dogs or, you know, people are out pushing strollers around. There are less, there's less traffic, but you do have a lot of people walking around. So, and they have masks on. Um, okay. So who was it? Uh, UPS guy dropped off oh. a battery actually. So it was kind of, was cool. he wearing a mask? <laughs> no, he wasn't. I'm not wearing a mask. That's where I draw the line. I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> okay. Uh, where are we at? Uh, vegan socialist. Oh, okay. Uh, the next is kevin and he, he says let john Steele join also no more stock buybacks i think they already declared that second one wait what you can't do stock buybacks if if you're getting so the money that they were giving you know these companies the government as part of the cares thing oh, i think they had okay. a stipulation in there yeah so it has to okay. be used you know for the employees i see yeah i see okay that makes that makes perfect sense okay uh where else we got here Jeez, um, look at the chat going on. Keyboard warrior? Uh, keyboard warrior, yeah. Search Tempest lets Search Tempest lets you do a nationwide Craigslist search. Use it to find my 76 Cadillac and you can find an 89 Caprice Whoa, with it too. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let me I'm read not a Search Tempest. I can find my my uh, Chevy Caprice. And I discovered something yesterday. If you guys are looking for like the cheapest running sneakers you go to shoekicker.com and it tells you like where to find the cheapest of every single type of shoe i found this awesome one for 50 bucks 
and they already shipped it. So just for you runners out there. My gym has a shoe uh, reuse program. So people who are like done with their shoes will throw them into a bin. And yeah. these shoes are like you get these elite uh, athletes like, oh, I ran 100 miles. You look like these have got still tread. These got life in them. So I haven't paid yeah. for uh, running or working out shoes in like five years. For me, I'm willing to like shell money out for those because I run so much and, you know, you got to protect mm-hmm. your knees and, and your feet. Ankles. Uh, yep. Are we good to go? All right, here's Kevin. Uh, next one. Four ninety nine. Corporations pay nothing in taxes, don't pay a living wage, and pass their labor costs on to the taxpayer when their employees need to go on welfare. Uh, I mean, that's... Would you like me to handle stuff. this one? Yes, please. <laughs> You're wrong. Thank you for the five dollars. That's it. <laughs> it's it's not true. <laughs> I don't have to say anything else. Well, Kevin, why are you so upset about? I don't know. Why, but but here's the thing. Look, I know we bust Kevin's balls and we disagree with him, but he pays, and yeah. he is well intended. I I don't doubt that about Kevin. He's not some parasite leftist. He has the intelligence and the intellectual honesty. He, he's wrong. He's just not informed. Corporations pay a shit ton in taxes. The, yeah, they don't have to pay a living wage. You know why? Because all these dipshits go and major in dumbass fucking shit. <laughs> and we import a bunch of immigrants in that we don't need. If we didn't have immigration, wages would go up. Oh, and by the way, did doubling our wa- la- uh, labor force by pushing women into careers, of which I'm fine. If women want to go and be a career, go. I'm not. I'm not saying we should ban women from it. But as a society, now that we've pushed half the population, like you must go or you're worthless, you're no good. Fucking, how dare you be a stay-at-home mom? What do you think that did to labor and wages, huh? Well, I, you double the supply, and then don't forget the H-1Bs that they bring over for you know. Well, then that, that's that's the immigration thing too, and you know, yeah. I, I just, I just, and and you know, Kevin is right in some regards. Corporations, oh yeah, they're sneaky as fuck. They get bailouts too. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not doubting that. But gee, maybe if we had the government not fuck, what if we didn't have corporate taxes? <gasps> what if we just had a sales tax? We left everybody the fuck alone. We didn't do this like, oh, you're a worthless cunt if you don't fucking go get a doctorate and da da da. How dare you raise your? T- you need to be in the workforce, like Cheryl Bleepberg. Uh, why can't you just let it be, Kevin? <laughs> why is there welfare? Why is there corporate welfare? Why is there personal welfare? What if there was just like mm, private charities and a sales tax? How? I, I wonder if these problems would go away. Um. So, oh. just reading the chat, John Steele really wants on. Do you, do you want to? No, he doesn't on? get on. No, he doesn't get on. So, yeah, John there's... Steele wants to let him join. It's too bad. <laughs> I'll help think... out John in other ways, but he doesn't get on the show. So. I think we're caught up with the super chat. I think we're caught up. Um, do you remember we we're talking about the woman with the Indian name? Um, I, so I'm drawing a well, She wasn't in it. Lightfoot, your, your mayor. Oh, yeah, Lori Lightfoot, yeah. Lori Lightfoot, which which is a, a completely normal American Indian name. Uh, would you like some non-corona news? 
Yes, I'm sick okay. of this corona. Stuff. So uh, there's a town in South Dakota called Eagle Butte, and you have two ways to go into South Dakota. You could go 212, which is the old route that takes you all the way to um, Yellowstone National Park, <clears throat> or you could go on the Interstate 90, which goes straight uh, straight to Rapid City, uh, which is a fine way. But after you go through that enough, you're tired and you want to take a different way. So I've taken Highway 212. Mm. And 212 is a wonderful uh, piece of Americana. Um, if I don't know why you'd end up this far north or why you'd be driving that way because everyone would be coming from the south. But for whatever reason, I'd recommend <clears throat> 212 over Highway 90. And the reason why is you stop in these little towns, farm towns, farm central areas uh, that you could still find a local diner at that you can um see the local vfw so one of the town you then you cross the missouri river you go into the indian reservation and it's a big farming community basically it's just basically um, indian farmers but their main town is eagle butte and that's your only real town until you get i think to uh belfouche after look all this up but you got a gas there you got to get gas in eagle butte and so I, uh, <clears throat> for news items that are not germane to coronavirus, I like to look at little towns I've driven through along the way. And Eagle Butte is one that I looked up. And there's a uh, there's an obituary. I thought we'd like to pay this guy a little bit of a, a tribute. And he's a American Indian. His name is Kenneth Little Thunder, born 1959. <laughs> Died in 2020. Uh, Kenneth G. Little Thunder, age 61, of Eagle Butte, South Dakota, and a Marine Corps veteran, entered the spirit world on Sunday, March 22nd, 2020, at the Monument Hospice House in Rapid City, South Dakota. Ken is survived by his loving wife, Bernadine LeClaire Little Thunder, and their three <laughs> sons, Terry Little Thunder, Kent Little Thunder, and Samuel Eaglestaff, and one daughter, Felicia Little Thunder stepson will leclerc his stepdaughters misty leclerc Nares, and karen grandchildren errol stormy axel zale violet wanbly tasina teton and tokala and great-grandchildren ayala six uh, oh he only has one great uh i think they mispronounced that it should just be great-grandchild ayala Six siblings, Harry Little Thunder, Iris Little Thunder, Ida Little Thunder, Dolora Marabo, Mia Little Thunder, and Olivia Little Thunder. Cousins, Glenda Thunder Hoop, Geraldine, Valerie, and Stephanie Charging Eagle, and all of his nieces and nephews. A private fa a family funeral service will take place at 9 a.m. Tuesday, March 30th, 2020. So that's already happened at Rook's Funeral mm -hmm. Home. Bur uh, bur a burial a burial 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 will follow burial. at the black Hills oh. national cemetery in Sturgis, South Dakota, of which I drive past all the time. You can see it. And, uh, that's awesome. The, the Marine was buried there and, um, <clears throat> it's a really cool place. Uh, then they talk about COVID-19 funeral arrangements oh. have been entrusted to Rook's funeral home of Eagle Butte, South Dakota. So I just want to point that out. And, uh, it's really cool. If you do go through the black Hills, uh, if you're going to Sturgis on the interstate, you will see that uh, uh, National Cemetery where all the veterans are buried. But it's good to see uh, that that uh, Marine is buried there. And he had so many uh, family and children 
uh, and nieces and nephews and cousins and aunts and everything else going on. So I have a Native American joke that it's not offensive. Okay. Um, oh, really? It's not offensive? Okay. All right. Go ahead. I promise. Okay. I promise. No, all right. Let's, let's, let's tell us. So you had this one Indian in this tribe and um, one day he'd always wondered about how he got his name. So one day he goes to the chief Indian. He goes, how did you, you know, how do you name people? How did I get my name? He goes, well, whenever a new child is born, we always find whatever we see out in nature. You know, so for instance, your brother, when he was born, we saw an eagle flying. So we called him Eagle Flyby. Then the chief Indian says back to him, by the way, why do you ask dog taking a shit in the woods? <laughs> that's good. All right. That's good. That's my uncle joke. Yeah. Um, I don't. Oh, there was one more super chat. Hold on. What? We got a lot more super chats. Two more. Um, Kevin, corp, yeah, corporations lobby Congress for more immigration. I think some of them do. Yeah, some of them actually. do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the butchering industry and the farming industry. Yeah, cheaper labor. Mm. Yeah. And then Josh says it's been three hours. Yeah, thanks for the podcast. Yeah, dang, it has been three hours. I thought this was, dude. I felt like shit this morning. I don't know. I feel better now. Um, but. Uh, I was thinking it was going to be a quick one. I'd be one and done. And then maybe if I took a nap and then you and I would do the older brother podcast later today. But uh, yeah, this just kept on going and people just threw in the money. And because I'm a whore, mm-hmm. that's what I do it for. Um, caught up. Caught up. Yep. We're caught up. All right, cool. Uh, we did Alvaro's. I talked about Richter Law, the article about how dating a woman is now marriage, so you can get sued for alimony. Oh, you talked about that earlier? Yeah, I talked about that. I think we're done. Um, Let's do some sponsors real quick. Uh, The Science of Mastering Women by Linda Gross. I'm going to put that in the chat room so you guys can check that out. Uh, She's a psychologist. She did some studying and research on it. And uh, if you want to find out how to get women on a more scientific level, there's your link. We have How Not to Become a Millennial. I got all the books over here, mine and others. Um, but go ahead, get the book How Not to Become a Millennial. Give it to a Gen Zer. That would be the Salvation Guide to Gen Z. Uh, so you have that available there. Uh, let me list our computer salesman, the good Aaron. If you're looking for a cheap computer, and you're not going to ask them a bunch of fucking dumbass questions like, oh, could it play this? We'll run on that. If you don't, if you have to ask questions, if you don't know the computer is going to work, don't contact them. But if you're looking for a basic pitch computer that'll do some word processing and spreadsheets and some internet crap, there you go. I put it, put it over there. Um, James DePrisco, the Catholic Red Pill. If you're a Catholic or you happen to be Red Pill or both, get the Catholic Red Pill. Introduces the red pill to the Catholic community, even though they're all online right now, even though I said podcast pastor. I also own podcast priest. Did I tell you that? I own podcastpriest.com. No. Yep. 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 I was doing podcast rabbi, but the uh, the the alliteration didn't didn't work so well. <laughs> rabbi. Uh, and then if you'd like to help out the show, go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Uh, you have three options. You can just donate with PayPal. There's a PayPal link there at that site. 
There's also a link to my Patreon where you get pinups of Mary Jo and all this other shit that none of you guys really care about. Really, Chad, do you care about all the brilliant works and writing and the other podcasts that I do? Or do you just want to see Mary Jo's cleavage? I, I just want to see Mary Jo. Yeah, so there you go. Oh, okay, yeah, Mary Jo's cleavage. And I uploaded <laughs> a new one of her. Uh, oh, yeah. Recently. Yeah, she sent me some. Because it, it's like... Women are their own. If you're a hot woman, you're your own printing price. You could just print off your mo- own money. Like, oh, here's some pictures. I took them at the home. And I'm like, oh, cool. Look at that. And like, here's 20 bucks that I give them. Boom. Done. She makes money. I mean, this uh, is probably obvious, but my camera girls are making so much money right now. So good Lord. Money. Yep. Yep. And um, if if you are a, a pretty young lady, uh, I I always recommend you go major in STEM. Uh, but right now, fuck that shit. <laughs> if I could, if I could make a hundred dollars an hour showing my tits, I would. <laughs> they, a lot of guys out there that can't go out in the world. A lot so of guys. There and... uh, they got their ugly, dopey, pasty wife. Here's a hundred dollars. Show me your tits. Wow, is that what supple tits look like nowadays? They're not wrinkly. It's called Cash App, where a lot of people are just sending him money for. for Wait, shit. so is Cash App uh, another one? I thought it was. Uh... Yeah, there's Venmo, but there's also like Cash App is is another one that a lot of these thoughts are using apparently. So Cash App is it a payment system or is it an actual website where you see their tits or something? It's it's basically just like Venmo, but somehow I guess you get your money faster or something. So oh, right, Cash yeah. App. I'll have to keep that in mind in case I ever get kicked off of PayPal. <laughs> uh, no seriously you never know like oh my god he he said to lower taxes and he told uh minorities to stop having kids out of wedlock but that's what he tells everybody because it's the universal cure for he was trying to cure poverty but not in the way we want him to <laughs> ban him you know like, all right fine he told women to 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 major in stem and engineering and also to stay thin because it's in their best financial interest ban him because it's not what we wanted to hear okay be a fat slob major in worthless shit go into debt and then expect other hardworking people to bail you out i don't care <laughs> so that is coming um and that's it uh oh and then the amazon affiliate program uh, olderbrother.com slash donate you click on the amazon affiliate link Kev- if you want to buy stuff from amazon what Oh, Kevin gave us one more uh, super chat. The healthcare industry also lobbies Congress. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. Okay. So does my industry. Freaking accounting people do it. Everybody does it. Uh, That's it. I think we're good to go. Yeah. I'm going to toss you a couple of bucks anyway for your time. Did you have yeah. a nice break? Did you get away? Did you get a, did you get a nice little yeah, break? Yeah, like this was really enjoyable because I, frankly, unless I'm doing what I did the other day, you know, going out, giving blood and go seeing our friends, I, I talk to the neighbors, but that's it. Like, I'm just here. It sucks, man. Dude, it, it's horrible. It, yeah. it's, um, I've been wanting to write this like essay um, and I just don't have the energy. I mean, this is, this is, and I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly appreciative. Even Kevin, you know, who's, who's intellectually honest. He, he pays the money. Um, it, it's just nice to be able to come on and chit chat. And then you, you, you Han Yonkers go ahead and donate money. I really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it sucks. And they just, they just extended the lockdown for another month, basically in Minnesota. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, yeah, fuck you. I'm, I'm, Taking a road trip to South Dakota. I may go to Moab. I may actually go to to Utah. 
uh, because I can't, I can't do this anymore. It's uh, the date for us is April 30th, but I have this suspicion they'll extend it even further. In they, Illinois. they extend it anymore. And it ain't young people dying. Young people are going to revolt. Yes. And, and, and it, like, if I go out and a cop like, what are you doing out? I'm like, I'm running. You can't be out here. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I guess I can't. What are you going to do about it? I mean, it, it's really going to get to that point because I'm not going to be a slave to a bunch of old people who are going to die anyway. I don't um, think the cops, the cops in Chicago really no, no, care that much the, about the cops, this. The cops, no, the cops are more reasoned than, than libertarians yeah. would have you believe. But if if this comes down to like, no, you got to stay in. Like if I get Karen finally get Karen. complained. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, I Karen, love that meme. Karen, do you like the use of your legs? Because, I mean, you're already fat, but I can make you I can make you a quadriplegic pretty quick right now. So, all right, that's it. Uh, plug your stuff. Plug your shit. Um, okay, very quickly, for $2, Dre says, thank oh. you for sanity is the future of wealth. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. my best, the best piece I've ever written. But but no, uh, one, no one read it, so now you got to really? pay. No, dude, don't you know the story about that? Yeah, you put it in your Patreon, right? And then no, I put it on my blog, and I yeah. I reached out to all the influencers, quote unquote, that I have. I say this is very important. It's, it'll advance thinking, and it'll make people happier. It'll put things in context, and it'll be of great, tremendous value. Nothing. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fuck it. Then I guess I made the mistake of trying to, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. And so now, if you want to read it, you're gonna have to pay for it, uh, and it's totally worth it. But it's uh, the most uh i it is to this day the most valuable economic piece i've ever written um so that's that's what it is now what kevin's back again for two dollars more uh repeal citizens united i for some reason i'm not familiar with that i don't I know, know i should be i know it's gonna cost me money because kevin wants it <laughs> if kevin endorses it it means i gotta give other people who didn't earn it my money that's that's what it was kevin it. you're becoming the new ray john um okay <laughs> all right that's it uh thank you for coming on the show there chad thank you everybody for your yeah, no uh, donations yep and uh will you take us out appropriately toodles <laughs>